once All right. um once quarantine and stuff is over petition to have everyone help me just destroy this computer. <laughs> oh my god, we'll throw it off the giant sledgehammer. Straight up. Yeah, we'll just throw thing. it off okay. the boat. <laughs> we'll make it a like a ceremony. That's- yeah. That's the whole. That's the whole. Um, what's that meme group, which is throwing used car batteries in the sea? It's it's easy. It's quick. It's easy, and it's free, or whatever. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah, a yeah, shit posting yeah. group that makes no sense at all, oh but it's God. very funny for some reason. That is funny. <clears throat> so, um, welcome back, everyone. Hi. Uh, things were very exciting last week. So. <sighs> Uh, Sean, I have a very clever way of introducing you to the game, um, but could you introduce yourself for podcast listeners yes. while we're here? Yeah, absolutely. My name's uh, Sean Kelly. Uh, I'm guesting today, and I'm going to be playing Emer, who is a Triton pirate. Hell yeah. That's fancy. All right. So, with that being said... I'm just going to get right into this nonsense and switch over to the correct theme music and welcome everyone to Le Bon Era. Welcome back, everyone. Switching the audio. <laughs> All right. Uh, so last time, last time on Welcome to the Bone Era, it certainly started um, somewhere. Um, gosh, all the weeks and everything are, yeah, are right. That's car. right. You arrived in Arcala, and the first part of this episode was shopping. a relatively calm shopping episode. Just the first um, part. And now I'm old. Kuren, Kuren, because uh, he is a cleric, realized that he could wield a shield and medium armor, and also was loaded with cash and was able to purchase a uh, half plate armor that he now wears underneath his robes. Um, I imagine like your robes slightly open so you can see the the matte black metal too, and maybe the shoulder pauldrons are like outside of it. Yes. Um, but there's cool ways of wearing robes and armor. Um, I also imagine that my arms are bare still. Mm. Yeah, I mean they have to be for forearms my at least. Situation. And your tattoo situation, yes. Um, it's less about weaponry. It's, it's all style. <laughs> it's about <laughs> showing off. 
kind of when like, yeah. also like daddy ripped, so yeah. 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 When when uh, commissioned the dragon scales to be made into sort of dragon scale mail, uh, it is currently not enchanted, but is under or getting enchanted uh, by an Nigel. Um, and it should be done before you all have in your calendars shit is supposedly going down based on your guesstimate, based on your future vision. <laughs> um, so it's a vague like sort of theory. That's, yeah. it's all we'll get there when we get there. We're like two days late on our calendar and everything goes to <laughs> shit and we're like, we thought we, no. we, thought we had time. <laughs> that or um, it's like two days late and we're like, oh. It's like, you know, the Mayan calendar apocalypse. It didn't happen. It was just yeah. four years late. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like so, uh, Char also got these arm things done. I am deciding. I haven't made the item yet because they are technically not magical yet. What I have ruled in the past week is if you want to get them enchanted for lightning resistance... Mm-hmm. You would be able to do that, and it wouldn't be very. It wouldn't cost a lot, nor take that long oh. because they are dragon scales. That's interesting. Okay. So it won't it give you bo- bonus. Yeah. Okay. yeah so it no. won't give you bad. bonus yeah. to AC, but you could pay, uh, pay to get them enchanted for lightning resistance if you want. Oh, okay. So they 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 won't add to my AC anymore. But you would have like no, because they're okay. just arm they're, things. Okay. Like Greaves wouldn't do that unless Got they it. were super enchanted. Okay. Anyway. But you could get them right, enchanted geez. for lightning resistance in a much shorter amount of time than getting just normal armor. Would it have to uh, be an attainable item? All right. Uh, yeah, it would. Like everything at this level, basically. Yeah. Um, but they also look badass anyway. So for aesthetic purposes. That's not why I got cool. them, though. Okay. All right. That's the only thing that matters yeah. in this campaign, Emily. Aesthetic. I wouldn't Ooh. have spent the money. I mean, the, the thing is, I, I ruled it. I ruled it because because like a ring of protection costs a huge amount of money and takes a while to create, and that yeah. gives you a plus one of AC. Um, so like the the ability to get a thing that gives you AC that doesn't actually act as armor, like it doesn't cover no, you, the body I, I, parts. I, I get it. It's fine. Okay. Um, but lightning resistance could be cool. Anyway, right. um, Lilia also, went on an adventure to would find help you against me if I ever use thunder wave. Great. I'm super worried about that. There you go. Um, Lilia went on an adventure to fail to find uh, Yaren's temple for a bit and then had to do something weird and embarrassing to go in. She got a she got another one of these magical balls of of something from uh, Joseph or not Joseph. Um, But we don't know what that does. Um... What else happened? Oh, Nala worked in the shop, in Nigel's shop, to pay off the rest of her uh, debt to Nigel for the bag of holding. Gave a prayer that was ignored. <laughs> Did give a prayer that was ignored um, for now. It was just a incredibly bad roll. <laughs> um, so other shopping stuff happened, things like that. Um, then Wynne got a message from Rosera, um, the first duty... Um, that Wynn must perform. And it was to uh, kidnap a 10-year-old girl who a year ago asked anybody who could hear for help um, to save her parents, uh, her parents' lives. And somebody came, but it was a devil. And she actually ended up signing away her soul uh, to Malbolg 
in exchange for her parents' lives. Uh, and Wynn is tasked with uh, getting this, kidnapping this girl and bringing her to Rosera at the burnt-out husk of the Silver Falcon Theater Company, uh, their place. Yes, so that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Wynn subsequently lied a bunch about about what Not his experiences well. were um, to the entire group. The group got super pissed. Um, f- for decent reasons, uh, and why you always lie? <laughs> and then made a they made their own plan when uninvolved, mm-hmm. because it seemed it it's seemed the two talk. choices were yeah, talk. Talk. Uh-huh. the two the two choices were send this girl to hell and be morally reprehensible. Don't send this girl to hell and have the devils on your ass and probably kill Win and maybe y'all. Or do something else. And Lilia had a brilliant idea of using the magical bagpipes that they got from Trust, which they know now send your soul to the Feywild if you play them badly, um, to send the girl to the Feywild instead uh, in order to save her from hell. Um, There were some... Really tough roleplay scenes where a very kindly older couple with their young daughter talked with Lilia, who was in disguise, about teaching their kid how to play some music. And Lilia deceived her way through this whole thing and ended up giving these pipes to the little girl. Lilia came back next the next day, finding that it worked. She played them badly, and her soul is no longer in her body, and she is in a coma. Wynne and Shar came back later, kidnapped this girl, brought her to the burnt-out husk of a theater of this Silver Falcon Theater Company. Rosera arrived, said, what game are you playing at? There's no soul left in this. And behind Wynne... Oh, Shar's there too. Char's I am hidden. super hidden. Like, right super next hidden. to the door, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> But behind Wynn, as Rosera was, like, ready to bite Wynn's head off, Mm -hmm. an explosion, a sort of firework happened, and out walked Trust and said, I see, uh, I'm afraid that this one is mine. I seem to have outsmarted you again, my daughter, to Rosera. Cameron, I just want to confirm that Char, even though I'm super hidden, I can still see and hear everything, right? Yes. Yeah, it's not that big a thing. Okay, I just want to make sure. I I, I do got to say... It was like a really challenging like role play kind of thing. Like I had obviously heard that you guys had made plans, but I had to pretend <laughs> not to know that and while while we were doing the thing. Yeah. So so that was a challenge and, and that was fun. So cool. That was awesome. That whole, that whole plan down. that we had was it was rough, but but we had a lot of fun. Rough. With it. it all comes yeah, down. Yeah, now yeah, yeah, we know, know what's happening. I had fun. That was the idea though. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But before we get to that... Daddy issues. Everybody's got daddy issues. Sure, sure. Before we get to that, if this were a movie, the screen would show two months ago. Oh, no. Um, what happened two months ago? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emer. Uh, you're on your ship. Or rather, you're on Abby's ship. Mm-hmm. Abby. Abby Ashmore, the captain and the pirate queen, but specifically the captain 
of the Lonely Horizon. A relatively small, but, you know, it's still regal sailing ship. Um, with a crew of about 30 to 40. Um, uh, well stocked, you all work really well together. You have recently become the first mate of Abby, who was recently um, made into the Pirate Queen. Uh, after having been, like, uh, a shine was taken to her by the previous pirate sovereign, um, and she was given to it. Uh, she was entrusted with the power. You are currently in the Ventress Channel, which is the channel between uh, Oster, which is the northernmost island, and Infar, which is the mi the biggest and middlest island. Ventress, like Yohada Ventress? Of interest this time. Interest. I may have pronounced it wrong. Oh. But yeah, interest, <laughs> um, you have been out here for, you know, a couple weeks, uh, having sailed all the way from Penchard to the Ventress Channel uh, on orders of Abbey uh, in order to try to take advantage of sort of war merchants, basically, um, and pillage some ships and trading routes up there. It's been a while, though, as, as Abbey who walks up right next to you as you look out over the deck of the ship. She says to you, Well, it's been two weeks of boredom, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I... <clears throat> it's been pretty, uh, pretty boring. Haven't, haven't seen any ships to do anything with in a while. Anyway... We really need to make some money here soon, so I hope our luck turns around. I'll be in my quarters. Um, shout if you see anything. Okay. Maybe some excitement will happen today, eh? Mm. One can hope. She slaps you on the back in a sort of alright way and heads off. She goes sort of below decks into her cabin. A few hours go by. It gets pretty dark. Sort of weirdly foggy. But make a perception check. Alright. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, hold on. We're figuring out mechanics. You're gonna go to skills? No. It begins to rain. You go to skills, and then you're, you're gonna scroll down, and you're gonna go to... Pre no, God! <laughs> Let me explain! You're gonna go to perception, and you're gonna press the number. Okay. Uh, 26. It's a natural 20. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that does make a difference. Emer, okay. you decided to go up to the crow's nest because you were asked directly by your captain and queen to keep an eye out for ships. <laughs> so you've got a spyglass and you're peering through the, the mist and the fog and over the horizon or right at the edge of where you can see you see this, just coming through the fog, a massive sort of face and man standing there, looking very gruff, made out of wood. Just this massive thing on the horizon. You take, keep peering, and you peer closer, and you make sure you're keeping a direct eye on it as this humongous ship comes out of, uh, out of the, the mist. This ship is three times, maybe four times, the size of your sailing boat. It is towering above you and above everybody. 
but it's so far away. You can tell it's big just based on what's around it. And you like look down at your ship for a second to really make sure. And like you rub your eyes to make sure you are actually seeing this thing. And as it gets closer and closer, you can tell the immensity of this huge fuck off ship. Shit. Now, the reason I had to look up One Piece in order to show you oh guys something God, yeah. was, because, <laughs> was because I remembered a particular ship from near the beginning. If you will check out um, that oh, uh, Don Krieg ship there in, in One Piece, I sent Holy it to the group chat. Rad. Oh, to the group chat? I okay. Because I, I was going to share it here, wreck. but it didn't work. <laughs> But this one that oh, you are seeing is not Oh, that is a, a huge fuck off shit. <laughs> that was that was for scale, and it's it's just a man um, at the front. Emir, you can make a very challenging history check if you want to as the ship gets closer. Ah, uh, yeah, let's do it. Skills. Go to skills. Scroll down to history. Nope. Secondhand stress here. Right. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. Bear with us, everyone. New Let's to new to it. playing D and D five e. Yeah. Sixteen. Okay. You don't recognize who the who the bow of this ship is supposed to be representing. It's just a bust of a man. Um, but as the ship gets closer, the the dark stained wood of the side of this thing um, becomes clear, and it's got like six masts, and and. You are looking with that same perception check. You don't see anybody on the deck. It's come out of basically nowhere and is making its way up. Do you do anything? Uh, I'm definitely... It is currently, I'd say, a thousand feet out right now. All right. Uh, I'm going to call down to Abby to get her out on deck so that she sees this monster that's approaching us. (laughs) You call down... Um, to to below, um, and and somebody down there, one of your crewmates, uh, yells down for Abby or goes goes down below and says, "Captain, uh, we've got uh, company." You can hear him him shout from below, and Abby, relatively calmly, comes out. Abby, by the way, um, she's currently wearing her hair in sort of a, a a braid down the back, long sort of brown hair now. Um, her half elven pointed ears. Um, come out and are now adorned with multiple uh, piercings. Um, you've worked with Abby for a little bit, but you also heard stories about her effectiveness in her previous crew. And she seems, as she comes up to the deck, relatively unfazed as she stares at this massive, colossal ship bearing its way towards you. She looks up at you. Come down here, Emir. Need your help for this, because you are in the crow's nest. Crow's nest. Do you come down? <laughs> uh, yes, I uh, right. come down. <laughs> Get no! you used to uh, how how role play works in D and D. So, yeah. um, so you you head down, you climb down the uh, the rigging, mm-hmm. make your way down, you land on the deck, and Abby sort of leans over the side of the of the railing where where she said uh, for you to look out for things beforehand as the rain sort of sprinkles down and she calls over one of the other people 
um, in the crew and says, um, just tell everybody to be a little bit on guard, will you? And the guy says, aye, aye, and runs off and sort of gets everybody set up, just in case. Um, not like red alert, it's yellow alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the ship nears closer and closer and then begins to veer, sort of trying to become parallel to your ship. And you actually have to end up looking up at this thing. Uh, and Abby yells over to the ship as it comes within, you know, 40 feet. Who's there? And over at the top, a man, this massive man, too. He fits his ship very well. Adorned in tarnished, super tarnished sort of silver and black armor with this huge sort of rusty reddish beard. Comes over the top and looks down. Abby! It's been some time, hasn't it? How are the spoils? And Abby says, It's been quiet for a little while. Where'd you get the ship? And this man, who Abby apparently knows, looks down and says, Oh, you know, I've been collecting things. See, I've been doing my job. And really, I've been preparing. Uh, You may make an insight check, if you would like. Uh, natural 20. I love Max's face so much. Natural 20 adds up to what? Oh my god. Do you know who this is? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Oh boy. One second. (laughs) Is it your wife? Oh, Oh, he can't even. Uh, he is clearly... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he is clearly not here with the best of intentions is what you can claim. <laughs> no, really? No kidding. All right. And Abby just sort of holds her hand up to you and whispers, could you um, get everybody in battle readiness? I will try and keep him talking for a little while. All right. So I guess that means I'm going to go and round up the entire crew, make sure everyone... Un- keep it on the DL. Yeah, yes. non- <laughs> fly casual. Uh, it's classic pirate speak, keep yeah. it on the DL. <laughs> um, uh, just, yeah, just on the DL, getting everyone ready, making sure they're in position. Okay, you head down as well and make sure the cannons are, like, prepared to fling open the... Mm-hmm. the um, Fucking! I f- forget the words for the the doors that you keep closed unless you're using the cannons. Whatever. Those things are like they're ready. All the people are standing there at, at the ready. And Abby, you hear above, continues this conversation with this man. Preparing for what, I wonder? Certainly not just following my orders. I am your queen, you know. And this man says... It's muffled, but you have great perception. You can hear. Well, there are a few things that 
that I was uh, planning for a while, you see. A few things, Abby says. Nothing. Hopefully nothing, um... Dastardly. I know we've had our disagreements prior to this. Mostly my entire childhood. But you wouldn't do anything to harm our professional relationship, would you? Would you, Rustbeard? And Rustbeard says, You don't know me very well anymore, do you, Abby? And he just nods to somebody who you can't see, and you hear just as cannons just appear in the side of the ship, like 20 of them. Um, and, and Abby yells just as soon as that happens, battle stations! And, and the, these cannons just slam into the side of your ship um, as you sort of duck down um, b below the... Uh, below the, the, the side, the railing. So get out of the way as a cannonball just flies directly past your face. Uh, you whip out like weapons. All the, it all is suddenly bedlam on the, on the deck of the ship, but you are all well-primed, ready for battle um, people. And you start firing, firing cannons back at the ship, but weirdly, these cannonballs like slam into the side of the ship, seem to dent it a bit, and fall into the ocean. <laughs> Um, and as, as this happens, uh, about a hundred to a hundred and fifty people on this other ship just appear over the top and in doors in the sides, throw, uh, nice. grappling hooks and, and put planks between your ship, and some of them swing down from the, from the, um, uh, from the, from the top there as they swing, and it's, it's a battle now. Um, but it's all going to be played in the mind because this is actually a flashback and we know what happens. <laughs> so, um, you start, I'm assuming, fighting back mm -hmm. um, as, as these just incredible numbers begin to overwhelm. Bora, uh, Rustbeard himself, comes down from the ship. Um, actually, like, a, a strange, like... She's got magnificent, this magnificent mane of white hair that seems to sort of float in the air and with, like, light blue skin, grabs his shoulder and uh, bamfs down to um, the deck of the ship. And Abby, like, whips out her bow and fires an arrow at him and it slams into his chest and then explodes and he is sort of knocked back a bit and the woman on the side is, is flung against the, um, or overboard. And then she just rises up into the air afterwards, um, floating now as she starts summoning lightning bolts that rain terror down on the on the deck of this ship. Um, Rustbeard eventually just sort of like gets ten of his men to sort of subdue Abby, and ten of them grab you as well and sort of force you down onto your knees. And he heads over to Abby and says. Well, that was easy. I would have expected more from the Pirate Queen. Anyway, we're going for a little ride. Men, put them all in the brig and tow the ship. Midship Isle's our next destination. <coughs> so that happened. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, 
present day. The music has become creepy again. Joy. <laughs> Just what we want. Trust says, Looks like I have outsmarted you again, my daughter. Rosera stands up. By the way, Trust has appeared in a much larger form than previously. Rosera has also appeared in a large form. She is quite a lot taller than you. Um, she's generally shown up as a much taller being anyway. And Trust has sort of matched her height. <laughs> How tall? Are we talking like eight feet or big? Uh, yeah, ten feet. Okay. Yeah. Um, Weird. Cool. <laughs> and Rosera says, What are you talking about, father? She says father with poison. And Trust says, I would hope you would eventually get over your disdain for me. It's not like Glacia particularly likes having you around either, but... And you are always welcome in the Feywild. I've asked you to come join me for many times. And Rosera says, I'm never coming to join you there. I'm scorned wherever I go, but at least... I'm somewhat respected where I'm at. Anyway. What do you mean? And Trust says, Oh, right. This unfortunate poor little girl, and he stands next to you when, and sort of just pets the girl's head with his hand a bit. Just had the unfortunate come near me and fucking finds out what ha- fucking find out what happens. <laughs> He's standing right next to you. <laughs> um and is is uh he says un- unfortunately um stumbled upon a few uh, bagpipes that I uh, created for a specific purpose. One of the best ways to find interesting people for your court, you see is to uh, let them stumble upon it. It throws a little chaos into the mix, and you know me. Anyway, at least she's not in hell, hanging from one of those damnable cages and being pelted by rocks for all eternity. She will at least be taken well care of in my court. And Rosera says... You realize this does in no way tear up her contract. And Trust says, yes. I am aware how devil contracts go, as I myself have only just now managed to get out of one. So, Win, how are things, he says as he turns to you. Absolutely terrible. What do you think? (laughs) Yes, I would say that is a perfectly valid uh, reading of the situation. And, Ybrisera, you're not going to say anything. Wynne had no idea that this was happening. He seems to have done his duty perfectly fine, correct? And Ybrisera says... Yes, technically. I suppose. 
but this doesn't get him out of any of the rest of it. Trust then says, now, now. You must, of all people, realize that there are worse things on the horizon than doing a few jobs to drag people to hell. Could you not, by any chance, give them a little bit of a reprieve until this situation is handled? The hells are in danger just as much as the Feywilds. Just as much as the material plane. Rosera sort of thinks for a moment. A reprieve. Truss says, you are the intermediary, and wouldn't that be nice when you are dealing with some problems? Yeah, quite a few, as it, as it happens. Well, as the damned, as part of that contract, requesting a reprieve seems like a perfectly valid thing to do given the current circumstances and given the future circumstances you my daughter have the same gift of sight as i do you know what is coming hell will be overrun just as much as here rosera sort of scoffs and then sort of heads back and starts pacing and trust shrinks down to your level <laughs> And says, um, I do apologize about the sword. Oh, do you? Well, yes, unfortunately, getting out of devil contracts is not as easy as all that. But it is possible. And I suppose um, you're going to help me? Oh, no, I wasn't going to do that, but I was at least going to get you a, a little bit of a reprieve here, if I could, as thanks for this unfortunate circumstance. I think help yourself. Fine. Helped myself. Helped myself to thanks. Well, what do you mean? What, whatever you can do, you damned me and my friends. You made this happen. Well, the technically, Glacier damned you, and but yes, I mean, I certainly had a hand in it. I will give you that. The least you could do <coughs> is try to help fix it. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. I will do my best to help with a reprieve. And if the time comes that you need some help, whatever I can help with, I can act as a, a lawyer. Note that this reprieve, if she agrees, will probably involve signing another document, as she is a devil. Well, half a devil. Alright. You don't have any way of contacting your friends to bring them in, as they are part of this contract. Well, I suppose I could. Because um. I don't think it would... And Rissera seems to be thinking and nodding to herself and trust like looks at her and then looks back because I doubt you will have much time to decide it'll have to be done here and now alright <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna sort of glance over my shoulder like knowing Char is probably back there somewhere like get everyone oh, together 
Yes, Shaw, get everyone together, Trust says as he looks directly in your direction. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> okay. I see <sighs> Without saying anything, I... <laughs> no, I can't poof anymore. I Well, I'm pretty close <laughs> to the entrance, so I'm just going to stand up. I'm going to look at Trust because he's looking at me. Then I'm going to look at Wen. And then I'm going to go. And then and double gonna... finger walk backwards. <laughs> okay, I'm going to walk like casually out. And as soon as I'm out of their eyesight, I'm going to just book, book it. Like okay. straight okay. to cool. Great, awesome. You book it to Ruin Horseshoe. It's not that far away. Yeah. You are in the theater district. Yeah. And you burst in. Okay. <laughs> and head down into the bunker. Okay. Where is everybody? Where everybody is waiting impatiently. Okay. Or not impatiently, but nervously. Okay. I feel like Nala's not waiting nervously. Yeah, where was Nala? <laughs> she was like, whatever, bitches. <laughs> I'm going over any notes I took on my enchanting arrows that I did that day. I assume yep. it's going to take the rest of this week for me to learn how to do that. Yeah, the basics, yeah, yeah. Um. What? Evening. Shar doesn't even know where to start. <laughs> it worked. Um, is Win okay? Trust is here. Oh, that motherfucker! <laughs> they, it, 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 the plan worked. They don't believe that Win had anything to do with her going okay. to the Feywild, but somehow that called trust here, and now. I, I don't know what he did, but trust... I, I don't trust him. It sounds like he's on our side. He's asking the devil person docking the wind to give us a break from the contract while... For I don't know how long, but he said we all need to be there to look at this contract. And I think that means you too, Nala. Um, sorry, oh. we all need we all need to be where? Oh. Like, where are we, we gotta gonna go back? We gotta go see Trust right now, yeah. Um. Look, I don't think we can just not go. <laughs> I was I was he, there's no, he saw straight through me. I was hidden as hell and he knew I was there. Probably has a plus Plus 15 to perception. <laughs> or something. Something like that, yeah. Um, and true sight. I mean, so you're saying that if we don't go, he's going to find us anyways? I, th- I think so. It sounds... From... I heard everything. It sounds like... If we... Uh, Char, if you want, make an insight check. A, a, a prior insight check okay. on the whole conversation. Okay, I'm just going to do it through the website. Yeah, I use that dice roller all the time. <laughs> it's awesome. That was a natural one, so... Okay, so six. yeah, this this all makes sense based God on what you were damn saying. It. Okay. Um, well, then Shara is very genuine when she's saying... <laughs> I I don't know. I don't think I want to accept any more help from Trust. Like, I mean, I don't want him to track oh. us down either, but, like, the last time he helped us, I almost got put into a comb in the Feywilds. And then we had to do that to a small child, so... I, I don't know what kind of help he's going to give us. It sounds like he is putting a hold on the contract, Wynn's contract for now, including our association with it until the things, until six months from now when the Morlos shit goes down. I feel like this is a trap. So do I. No, I don't. Because Because you don't trust him. (laughs) 
a... What reason would he have to do this, then? Uh, I don't know. What reason did he have to give us to the fucking bagpipes in the first place? (laughs) It sounds like to get out of his own contract. This is your opportunity, Lilia, to finally ask the questions you've been asking us all the time of speculation. You can ask, trust, all the questions that you've had, all the theories, all the... Everything that we've speculated about connected to the bagpipes, the sword, we can ask now. I don't really just know think, I ask the giver. Throw your Joseph We've got a, a planar shifting thing, and we've got so many diamonds. <laughs> I'm not really worried about dying. I can, I can I'm worried about say, being under a new contract. Well, you think he's going to rob us? I, no, I think he's going to put us under a different contract. contract. I think so if what we, happens like, when we meddle in things. Maybe we can read this one. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think we're going to have to sign a different contract in order to get out of this one. How, how much time has passed? Meanwhile. No, no. I don't think we're going back. If that's the- as this contract or as this uh, conversation happens, when trust is sort of standing there with his eyebrow raised Impatiently, his tail whips back and forth as his daughter thinks. She comes up now within like 20 feet of y'all, sighs, and raises her hand up. She closes her fist, and as she does that, a burning sort of flame appears and burns down and creates a piece of parchment out of thin air. She stares at you as she holds her other hand up to it, and writing becomes emblazoned on it. She then um, goes over to one of the pillars, takes out, summons a pen, and signs her name on it, and brings it over to you. Okay. Hands it, or she is putting it in your direction. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, you put the kid down. (laughs) Okay. um, And you take this contract. Okay. I didn't write this as hardcore as the other one, (laughs) but I did write the gist of what it says. Okay. It says, This contract is an amendment to the damnification contract of the damned, whereas the damned is so damned from the prior contract and is granted a reprieve from duties defined in said contract for a specified period of time per this contract. All terms in this contract are subject to approval and overruling by Glacia, Archdevil of Malbolg. Specified period of time is defined as the... Uh, time until the problem of Morlos is satisfactorily handled so that Morlos and his armies are not a threat to the Hells any longer. After this time is up, duties shall be resumed per the previous contract. By signing of this contract, the Damned, the intermedia- Intermediary, Risera, and Glacia agree to the above amended terms. And then it's got Risera's signature on one of the lines. And there is a line for the Damned. Okay, I guess. That's and trust, it. trust, like whispers to you, or takes the contract and says, "Rosera, uh, could you give us a little bit of time to uh, confer?" Okay. And Rosera nods and then walks off. Trust says, "As far as devil contracts go, this is pretty good. It's a little open-ended, um, 
and could be argued that the specified amount of time until hell is safe from Molos could be an immense amount of time. I'm sure they will try and weasel their way out at some point. Mm. But it will at least give you, you know, a few months. Maybe longer. Where are those other people? <laughs> um, and we flash back to yeah. the, the underground bunker. We're all just yelling. Just yelling. <laughs> yelling. <laughs> this is what happened. This is what happened. <laughs> you see what happens, Larry. Oh, my God. You see but they have win. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, Char, you do remember that. Like, you heard yeah. everything. Yeah. So you heard that Trust was saying... We'll probably only have a little time to do this negotiation. That's why we need everybody. Yeah. I relay that in my panic. Oh, I really don't want to do this, but I don't really see a full other option. But just know I don't want to go while I am going. Your... Your protest is noted. Let's leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am doing this in protest. <laughs> I will pout the, the entire time. Took Lilia <laughs> against her will. <laughs> okay. All right. So you all head off hurriedly, and you arrive at about the time that Trust is saying, "Where is everyone?" <laughs> and everybody, and he's like, "Oh, good. Please come in, Bonira." We are talking about a uh, little bit of a reprieve from your previous uh, problem. As soon as we see your... trust, Char's like, I wasn't fucking kidding! <laughs> How is everyone this fine night? He asks. <laughs> I have questions for you, trust. I'm sure you do, and we can. I can answer them after this particular negotiations occur. <clears throat> And you can rest assured, by the way, that this poor little girl is safe in the Feywild with myself and the rest of my court. Okay. That makes us all feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. For what that's worth. <laughs> is it normal, Fairy? But what it's worth, anyway. I'm glad that, that she's at least safe, even though her parents are now distraught. We should probably send them a letter. Oh, so you should probably give the girl body back to them as well yes. after this is over. But yes. um, anyway, this is... Uh, we'll send them a fruit basket. I'm not breaking into that house again. Who doesn't like a fruit What's the D&D version of edible arrangements? <laughs> right. Ye old. Ye old edible, edible arrangements. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So is that um, contract keeper over there gesturing towards Rosera, who I've never seen before? That, yes, Rosera, Rosera does sort of a two-fingered salute to everyone and nods as she is sitting jauntily on what remains of the stage, far enough away from Trust and Wynne who are in the center of this theater. Um, and Trust says, we have a little bit of an amendment to the contract that Wynne either must sign or not sign, but based on my experiences with devils, it looks good. If you would like to read it and confer, we have a little bit of time at least. It is good that you all showed up. Read over it. And, okay, you read what, what was read before. Does it specify anything in the event of any party members falling, us being still sent to hell? Is that still... Uh, according to this, con this amendment, all it does is reprieve... It gives you is granted a reprieve from duties defined in the other contract. And duties is capitalized, which you haven't seen your contract, have you? No. no. 
That's the uh, thing. We we've not been that, definitely that be correct that as soon as possible. Was let 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 me see the original contract. I'd like to see that before we sign this one. Yes, because yes, we are yeah. not bound by any duties. So signing this, we may, in fact, after this period of time, end up having to be in the same seat as Win in doing duties. We are only by proxy damned, and our souls are sent to hell. Should we perish? Well, that's so. It's only it's only uh, amending the duties section on um, this particular little thing. So then, why do we need to Wind's sign? The only it's one true. That has to do duties. Uh, well, you aren't aware of how the duties work in the original contract. Can we see the original contract so we know what the... duties we're going to be assigned to? I'm. You would have to ask, and we can totally get there. <laughs> I just want to make something clear. <laughs> the um. The thing is, this contract is not signed by you. It is only signed by the damned, um, which would be win. Oh, okay. Then why? So, it's, so why are we here? Yes. Then why did you require our presence? Because you would undoubtedly be roped into any fucking bullshit that the devils send you on over the next amount of time. This isn't that complicated, my friends. That's fair. Okay. Should we call her over? Maybe she has a copy handy. That'd be great. That'd be great. Risera, could you come over here, please? We have one addendum that we would like to request. Um, And Risera hops down, walks over. Yes? Uh, Good evening, Princess Risera. We as a group uh, have been wondering, what are the parameters of the prior contract which we are apparently under? Uh, we are reading over this contract, and although we do appreciate the, the time amenities, we are not aware of any duties that we, as a group, are beholden to, because we have not been able to see the original contract. Well, unfortunately, given Glacier's first law of peaceful transaction... Um, the contracts from Malbolg are only kept in record offices at Malbolg. You would have to go there to find an actual copy. But I, as the, in- the intermediary, are well-versed in the basic terms of it. And I do know that you all, as the adjacents, are in fact not technically bound by the duties of the contract. It is the damned and the damned alone. But you are bound by the you-will-go-to-hell-if-you-die terms of the contract and this amendment is meant to get me off your back until you can handle the big problem at hand are you aware and of honestly, this big problem at hand yes quite well I happen to have a gift from my father here and gestures to trust which now you are all aware of um, <laughs> and Surprise. of being able to have some amount of ability to see the future and it's not looking good except that you are all extremely involved we don't know any other way to be <laughs> no seem to have pissed extremely off the big guy, so. yeah that's it that's us <laughs> hmm. well but basically, this is the best I can do. Getting this under the radar from Glacier, who normally doesn't like to amend contracts, will be difficult. But I am willing to give in my personal knowledge of the situation at hand. 
Well, take it or leave it, my friend. I mean, when I think it's a good amendment. This is your contract to sign. Um, it at least yeah, means seen... that no more children are gonna have to be. Uh, there's no more, you know, maybe <laughs> gonna have to murder a kid months. for a little bit. Not, not for a while. We will not need to do that. But once we and, are done with Morlos, we can use this time. happen again. We can use this time to see what other options are available to us. All right, while we're. While we're getting I would, ready for what's ahead. Does, does say, I would recommend heading to Malborg if you have the ability, uh, disguised if you can, and getting a copy of that contract. It's not a particularly fine place to be for mortals, but you have the right as signed people to an agreement to have a copy of your contract. But only when you sign this one. This, yeah. one. this one, because it is specific to only a portion of the contract that is specific to him ah, as the listed dad. Okay. Before I, I do sign, I just want to say, um, I want to state for the record, rather. I don't like having to rely on, on you, Trust, but as, as you have now done us a favor i will i will accept it well i appreciate it he says and truly i may be I amoral <laughs> as a as a fairy being <laughs> but i am not lacking in basic common sense morals i did what i had to unfortunately that right. happened <clears throat> upon you all right who's got a pen Rosera brandishes a very fine fountain pen that's like red and black and demony and hands it to you. Alright. Well, I'll, I'll sign it. Great. So as you sign the amendment to the contract, your name burns for a second and the contract starts sizzling across the edges and whoosh, goes up in smoke like flash paper. Do we see what Wynn signs? Do you just sign Wynn or do you sign something else? My full name, yeah. Do we see what you do write? We see it? Make a perception check. Sixteen? Seventeen. Okay. Um, I don't think Wynn was... <laughs> able to hide it so much because it was in front of. I'm, I'm looking at trust. I'm ready to ask trust some questions. <laughs> no, uh, it was in not participating. <laughs> She's like, sure. you guys. <laughs> She's got different goals. Yeah, um, but uh, Wynn wasn't trying to hide it, and it had to be in front of the group anyway, yeah. or rather, in front of trust and the intermediary. Um, and so it says, Win Ashmore. Ooh. Okay. Surprise! I think we knew that, or we at least we knew it was Abby's. I mean, name. Abby Ashmore. Yeah, you knew it was Abby Ashmore, yeah, but yeah. you didn't like that's still player knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now your your characters know as well. And Rosera says, "Well, it was a pleasure doing contract law with you. I will see you in the appropriate amount of time, of course, as the intermediary." Genuinely, if you have any questions, I am required to answer some of them. But the laws of peaceful transaction that Glacier set down thousands of years ago are to be followed to the letter, which means, of course, there are loopholes within loopholes in devils. 
way of thinking, which I've had to get used to. Well, anyway, as soon as I'm over this incredible shock, I will let you know if I have questions. Great. I, I got nothing right now. And if you mention my name in hell, I will kill all of you. And she vanishes in a puff of sort of sulfurous smoke. Good to know. Is that a promise? And, <laughs> and Trust says, Family, huh? Now. So, this seemed to go well. Would you like... Uh, yes, questions you have. Would you like to get the girl back to her house first? and Or would you like to ha- handle all this right now? I'd rather handle this now. I don't have any questions for Trust. I can take the girl back. All right. I, I mean... Three questions for you, Trust. <laughs> first, who is in that sword that Wynn carries? Uh, an unfortunate devil. Um, his name was... Um, Kelran. Kelran. Yes. Uh, K E L R A N. And what did he do wrong? I believe he had contracts up the wazoo on his name, and basically, uh, I was able to utilize his power to turn Darkheart into what it was for use in another devil contract to get out of my marriage with Glacia. Oh. <laughs> All right. I will then pull out my Beyond the Beastlands book, and I'm going to ask, what is Nathaniel Stein to you, and how do you have this already? He is a particularly interesting fellow, and I am a fan of his work. <laughs> Leave that man alone. (laughs) I popped to the future using Escondula's wonderful power and got myself a copy. Bullshit. Do I do an insight check? Do we believe an insight check? (laughs) Yes. Seventeen. No, sixteen. I want to roll. Ah, thirteen. Twenty-three. Sixteen. Dirty twenty. Nice. 23. Uh, Anything for Nala, my look man. away. <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> look at this cat here. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on. Oh, okay. Great. Sometimes we get insight checks whispered to us. Mm. Yeah, this is what we got. Okay, great. <laughs> You're good, Nala. Cool, cool. Anything more? Um, Any other questions lastly, for me? Those bagpipes, in your opinion, should we keep them? It's up to you. I built them to travel around. I had to go find them again once they got dropped to a bottom of a lake. Uh, a performer was performing on a performing them on a uh, tightrope above a lake, a deep one, uh, for a bunch of onlookers, and then sucked and fell. And then they dropped deep into the lake and no one bothered to go get them, so I had to get them again, and then I sold them to the first interesting looking bard I could find. Those are, those are my questions. Hey, Mood. turns out you're too good to be duped by them anyway. Yeah. But you would have made a fine addition to my court. Yeah, it was more of the, the, the thing with Alder. Did not appreciate that. Well, I... Yes, it was a bit of a Hail Mary on my part, yeah. wasn't it? It's a bit of a jerk move. Just let me I suck apologize. on my own. Don't curse me into sucking. <laughs> 
Well, I apologize for that. Although it was pretty funny. I did prefer that he cursed me into bagpipes rather than doing anything else, to be honest. Do you all have any more questions for me? I am a font of ancient knowledge, but a lot of it is much more mundane than you'd expect, Um, I think. Actually, yes. I don't know how much you'd be able to help with this, though. Um, Because there is, you know, the impending doom that's approaching in approximately five months. Um, Very much so aware, yes. I was told to ask um, about how we might go about getting the phase involved. Is there any way that you would know of to get that conversation started? Um, well, as far as I am concerned, you see, I rule over half of the Feywild. The other half is ruled over by a archfey who goes by fear. You can expect what kind of person she is. She's very happy, right? Like, it's always the opposite. (laughs) It's the opposite of what the name is, correct? (laughs) That is right. It's always, yes, she is constantly (laughs) cheerful and throwing parades. No, she lives up to her name a bit. She is the kind of person who fully steals people in the middle of the night and sends them on interesting, torturous journeys through bits of her side of the Feywild. She is also seemingly unconcerned with my warnings about the impending doom. And while you have my half's support, or at least the people who actually listen to me on my half, uh, there are different smaller factions you would... I am doing my best to diplomacy at. But a lot of them just want to run away, as you saw with the Werewolf King. And a lot of them want to hide and not fight. How do you know about the Werewolf King? Well, there was a bunch of my people who disappeared and ran away and then came back. And I was like, where were you? And they were like, we went and took over a werewolf's body and created this whole madness that went around for a while. And then some people came in and blew up half our place and caused everybody to go even more insane and then (laughs) killed us. And then then we just uh, left and had to come back here. Wow, that's a coincidence. Sounds about right. (laughs) Is it an inaccurate uh, version of the story? No, well, not at all, actually. Not at all. All right. <laughs> you, uh, but they were all fair. You happen to have uh, your Vopio on you. We don't I don't know always bring also. it around. Hmm. It is mostly yeah. to unload funny, weird shit I find on unsuspecting passersby anyway. Normally it is not as dark as that dark sword on your waist win. Yeah, about that. What were you hoping to gain by giving it to me? Oh, I just figured you would ignore all signs that it was super evil and you would keep using it until I got out of my contract. Alright. Fair. Yes. (laughs) Because I needed someone who would just want the power. And unfortunately, that was you. Have you been to Malborg before, being the former husband yes. of the Queen? Yes. I've been to Malborg. It's not the nicest place. I always tried to get her to come over to me when I could, you see. Do you happen to know where 
all of the contracts are kept within Malbol. Uh, yes, and Glacier's contracts are held in the main records office, which is right near Glacier's castle at the top of the mountain. You see, Malbolg is this massive, just mountain range of never-endingly high castle or mountains. And one main one in the center that goes to the actual point and has the castle of Glacia on the top. And the records office is in one of the towers connected to Glacia's uh, castle. There are many record vaults, though, so it's probably good you asked me of that. Since it is a Glacia contract, you want to go to Glacia's records office. Because if you just asked the random devils walking by where's the records office, they could point you in any direction. Excellent. Good job. And if you do go there, a word of warning, every single interaction with a devil will result in some sort of contract. No matter if you are buying a meal, asking for directions, just being mortals who arrive and get told how to be there safely, it's the way of the hells. It's like the... Mm, There was such a thing as a DMV in D&D. This is it. Yes, it (laughs) is. They thrive on bureaucracy. Okay. Any other, anything else? I do have a little girl to make sure she is at home where she is right now. Yeah, we should. Oh, if you're there, back. maybe you should find her contract too. Okay, yeah. Is that also would kept be, within the same? Is there the a same, physical one? Yes, I assume. Would it there be? is always a physical contract. Given Glacia's first rule of peaceful transaction, all contracts must be held in the records office or various records offices of. Malbol, and there is all, and everybody who is damned, Uh, and those adjacent have the right to see those contracts. And this child's contract, it also will be in the same record vault of Glacius, or be in a different. Uh, If Rosera was sending you off to damn her, it's undoubtedly a contract of hers. Yes, of Glacius. Though convincing them to let you see it as not the actual little girl in question will. Well, require a little bit of uh, weasel words. Uh, Lilia, I'm sure you can handle that, though. Devils are not always the smartest of beings. Oh, that's fun. I like that. I mean, I'm biased as a fae, but... <laughs> Anything else? Um, I don't What made you fall so. in love with Glacia? Or did you fall in <laughs> love with Glacia? <laughs> that's a bit of a personal question. I don't know if we're that close yet, my friend. Make a persuasion check. Oh my god. That's a one. That seems appropriate. (laughs) Uh, Maybe when we get a little closer, I will fill you in on personal history of myself. Which is grand and wonderful, and it would be a story for the ages for you to hear, but not tonight, I think. I just want to let you know, Trust. Before all this, I did... uh, Appreciate your business and was actually trying to uh, talk your good graces of the Vopio. (laughs) Well, I yet again apologize for the unfortunate circumstances. I am generally not this big a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I find that hard to believe. I know you do, Win. I know you do. Anyway, as it is becoming later in the evening and I have to get back and make sure she is settled in, 
I will see you anon. You have ways of messaging me. If you ever need anything lawyer-related or Feywild-related, let me know. And if I can help, I will do my best. And if I can't, I won't. Wait, how do we contact you? Oh, you have a perfectly reasonable spell to okay. do it. Shar, you are back from delivering the girl. Oh, it went oh, fine. I, yeah. I did, oh, did you go? I, did, I didn't realize I did that fast. yet. You were super fast. Oh, I was going to... I'm just... Okay. Well, I was going to do a, a couple other things. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then we'll get okay. to that. Um, as, as Trust bamps away in a silent <laughs> firework in the middle of this theater, and you smell a very nice floral sort of scent, like lilacs um, in the air as he's gone... That was a much more pleasant encounter than I was anticipating. <laughs> what you doing? Oh, are we? Did, <laughs> is the girl? I, I, do we have to get it back? Well, I need. Yeah, a drink. I assume I got in and out okay. If with the girl, yeah, you took okay. the girl and got okay. her in and I, out. I, I, I took her back into bed. I'm gonna. I'm going to take some paper and I'm going to write a little note that, like, to okay. just put her on her nightstand that says she's, like, I'll, I'll write it out more later, but I'm just going to say something about, like, the Fae's have taken good, will have saved her, will take good care of her or something. Don't bear okay. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and say, like, she loved you more than anything or something. Aww. And then I'm going to take the bagpipes that are still lying on the bedroom floor. Okay. I'm not letting somebody else find those or and go. risking trust getting them back. <laughs> in order in order to say goodbye to you, my daughter. I'm going yeah. to make the I'm worst drone of my life. I'm play it at the funeral. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my wow. God. Hires some guy who, like, falls into a coma at her funeral. God. Uh. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. So you all head back. Ugh. To the place, the ruined horseshoe, and head underneath. Does that mean I should add the bagpipes to my inventory, or I guess I'll give them if back to want. Kieran? Throw them in the bag. Okay. Back in the. Bag I'm not gonna. Kieran. I'm not no, even gonna touch them. I'm just to gonna tell go Lilia like that I the bag. them. Yeah. Not oh. going out of my way to tell Lilia that I brought them back unless she asks. <laughs> hey, hey, Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> Did you grab the bagpipes? Yeah, they're in Kieran's bag. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not afraid of them now that I know that, like, just being around them isn't going to do anything. I just didn't want trust to find them, okay? We don't oh, need yeah, more yeah. On, our, on our record. Plus, I can tell them yeah. I could have a, kind of have a fondness for them. Especially now that I know I can send people to the Feywild whenever oh I so choose. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. one month ago. One nice. month ago. Emer. <laughs> you, you have been in the nasty, shitty brig of this ship, this massive ship of Rustbeard, for a month now. Um, um, uh, yeah, you were way on the eastern side of the Ventress Channel, so it took you a month to get to Midship Isle, but you hear above, and Abby's sort of sitting there. Um, quietly, everybody's in shackles as you're sort of sat in this wet, dank, gross-ass <laughs> brig. 
and you hear above land sighted um and and you hear as they roll out cannons and things and you hear massive explosions and screams as the ship gets closer to the island itself and you hear Rustbeard says loot the whole fucking place take over and you look out sort of one of the portholes you have a little bit of access and you see this sort of carnage of Rustbeard's massive crew walk into the town of Bayminster and light fires and loot people's houses and do terrible things to people. And then Rustbeard, uh, you hear on, uh, up on the deck, you hear, all right, bring the prisoners out. We've got a bit of a march to do. And you are brought out. This music's too quiet. <laughs> uh, you are brought out. Um, and walked down, sort of chained together uh, with your crew um, through the streets of Bayminster um, as they're sort of on fire and Bora sort of, Bora Rustbeard leads you through. You now also have spent some time getting to know his crew, the rest of his crew. Uh, And he has like the main bunch who you now know and have been sort of taking mental notes on along with um, along with uh, Abby, you have been taking notes on who's who and what they do. Um, so you've got Bora Rustbeard himself. He seems to be have some powers of divine energy, but it's all like fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up divine energy. Um, and he is not a kind captain. And you are noticing that the the other members, the just random members of his crew, seem loyal, but only because he seems to have a massive amount of money. And he is paying these people. His first mate is a woman named Madeline Keats, who is a a storm sorcerer. She seems to be able to control bits of the weather and deals a lot of lightning shit to people. <laughs> You're muted. Was she the Janassi one? She was the Janassi. Madeline something. Madeline, yeah, Madeline Keats. You also know Leia Sykes, who's a halfling woman who seems to be their navigator, extremely good at, at the navigation thing, and also excellent with a bow. You've got Coster Lore, who is a tortle, this uh-huh. old tortle, who, who Abby knows. Um, so a tortle is just a big turtle, like, uh, anthropomorphic turtle person. Um, and Abby knows um, Coster, and they had an, a verbal altercation bringing up sort of old wounds. Evidently, Abby used to work with Coster, and um, now... Um, actually, I'm going to do this. Um, but used to work with Coster, but had a falling out, um, and now, because uh, because Coster went and worked with Rustbeard, Abby's like old main enemy. <laughs> so I'm telling you all this because Abby has received at least one message from the Bone Era, and you are sort of keeping tabs on what's going on because Abby's like, we need to tell Wynn and his crew when they get here or over the next while what we can discover so that they don't come in blind. Um. Next, uh, there is a, um, a half-orc, uh, monk. So she, like, punches people. She seems to be a bruiser, as well as a carpenter, uh, the carpenter on the ship. Uh, her name is Kendall. Kendall Raven. And then, 
the most interesting person who you literally didn't even notice for the first two weeks because of how able to not be seen this motherfucker is is a anthropomorphized raven individual um, who wears this dark cloak and has his he's got sort of scars on his his beak and and is so quiet and he seems to be used as sort of a scout and lookout and whatnot and as you enter this um as you enter this town this being they call clicker because he normally just makes noises uh disappears into the shadows and heads off way faster than everybody else just goes way ahead and you catch a barely glimpse of him as he leaves through and out uh west away from the town you are marched through this town as you witness the horrors around you. Now, Abby may be a pirate, but like another pirate named Jack, she has a bit of an actual more humane code and way of operating. Um, and she has been trying to reform the pirates um, in order to, to not do shit like what Rustbeard does. Um, but Rustbeard has no such code. And you can imagine the terrible shit that happens to the people of Bayminster as Rustbeard's crew descends. This town is on Midship Isle. It is the single town on Midship, yes. But you walk through witnessing this shit, and you are just walked directly through the town, all the way past the edge of it, and you begin a long march to the west. Please make a perception check as Rustbeard follows you guys and walks by you, talking with Madeline. Um... Uh, 12. Okay. The only things you can pick up are like, find it. Oh, it's in the mountains. That's what you got. Okay. Oh, bitches. We know what that is. So you head west. And I need to use the restroom, so I'm going to say we'll break there and move on with getting to midship itself. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the announcements for episode 25 of Welcome to the Bone Era. I'm your DM, Cameron of S. Davis, as always. Nothing super interesting in these announcements, uh, just basic stuff. I uh, do hope everybody's hanging in there, given everything. The uh, political news, of course, I spend so much time with nowadays that I'm giving myself brain worms, but... I, you know, it's all, it's all a mess, but hang in there. One day we'll get through this. Uh, I've lost a lot of that hope, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in. If you're enjoying the show and the story we're creating, please consider going over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Cameron Davis. There I barely post, but rest assured, all that money does go to this show and other things that I produce, um, and all that support means the world to me. Also, all the music that is created for the show is Tabletop Audio, as always, tabletopaudio.com. Go check him out. He writes really good stuff, really prolific, lots of, lots of music available. Uh, for your own tabletop games. This weekend, I am running an epic level one-shot set in this universe 10,000 years ago, sealing off the god Morlos, 
um, when he first rose. If you're interested in joining, I think I still have a couple slots at time of this recording. Uh, just head over to ttrpgpickupcon.com and try to join the game to defeat a god. It should be good fun. Other than that, just standard stuff. Hope everybody's hanging in there. Uh, let's get back into it. All right, we're back. Meanwhile, the rest of the week goes relatively smoothly in our collar. Oh, yeah, can I... Can I add my new bracers? Uh, yeah, just write him as a custom item right now. Okay. Can I, uh... Did we want to get the, the garden stuff before we forget? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so gardening supplies? Like, what, what sorts of things are you buying? Well, it's mostly for like, planting... Yeah, like seed stuff. Yeah, seeds, etc. Because we already had food for the horses. We left no. that behind. Yeah, lots of... We'll get more horse, horse food. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's a, stuff to make a little garden so we can plant. I don't know what vegetables are native to Venevra. Uh, well, it's well, a plain, it's, weird well, plane of existence. It's not going to be in Venevra. So. It's a different plane of existence. It's somewhere Yeah, well, there. which vegetables can we get? I mean, uh, make a make a survival check. Oh, I'm good at those. Yeah, you'd know plants. Well, watch me get like a one now. Survival yep. or nature. Yep. We should also get some soil because I don't oh. know how good the Kerala survival the, the or pocket nature? dimension soil Yeah, or nature the, because either one okay. makes sense. In this 25. I want to okay. call it like the Paralorala universe. Paralorella. <laughs> um, so, Shar, you are um, generally aware of uh-huh. of plants and things that grow around. There's quite a few vegetables. I'm going to say you get an assortment of, of vegetables that would be able to be planted in that sort of foresty environment. Um, Lovely. And that'll cost, you know, not much. Five gold, maybe. Okay. Does anyone want to contribute one gold to the... Nope. No, except I'll just, Nala. I'll, I'll, I'll help I'll, you. I'll, I'll give you a, a gold. <laughs> I'll just, no, I I'm, have silver and ten copper. I <laughs> also joined. Like I would be willing to just pay for it. Fine. Okay. <laughs> my my Thanks. gift to the house. Kieran's the sugar daddy now. <laughs> my my gift to the house is plants and also all of the furniture of my dead family. Truly. You You're go. welcome. That didn't um, happen. Throughout. Throughout the rest of the week of uh, ransacking house, Sarah, yes, yes, <laughs> um, I would also like to busk every day that we're in. Okay, so you've got a few more days. Yeah. Let me get open that up again. Yes, double check that calendar. You've got four more days. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm noting that we bought five gold worth of seeds and horse food for next time we go to the house. Sure. I guess. Um. Yeah, okay. you've got you've got horse food as well. Yes. Um. Uh, Lilia, make a uh, make four performance checks. Cool. Actually, I'm gonna say three because Ernesto's arriving. You're not gonna be floor, busking on the, on the Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the first one is a thirty. Jesus. <laughs> the second one is an eighteen. Okay. And the third one is a twenty-one. Okay. Hell yeah, Lilia. You make five hundred gold the first day. Okay. You make 40 gold the next day, and you uh-huh. make uh, 100 gold the last, last day. Nice. Nice. That first day was just insane. And, like, you had a <laughs> massive crowd, and you were basically a rock star. <laughs> oh, Cameron, one more question. How many pounds of dragon scales did it take to make those bracers? Yeah. I had three. It was vague. Um, okay. <laughs> Basically, whatever Wynn had was enough to make the full sort of suit 
and yours okay. was yours was enough to make just arm okay. things. So I'll just remove it completely. Yeah. Oh, I would also like to attune my cloak to me before we go. Okay, you can do that. That's that's okay, just a short rest. Yeah, D&D Beyond. <laughs> Your D&D Beyond. Where the fuck is it? Yeah, at some point I sat for my needle. Cool. So you have, uh, what does your tattoo look like and where did you put it? <laughs> I have to look at my picture that I took. <laughs> my phone is not a great one. Um. Oh. Um. Okay, so <laughs> starting at the hand, so my left hand, because he's right-handed, it is majority blacked out um, ink down the fingers, but there is the outline of a crescent moon over his hand, um, as well as a moth. It then goes up into just various like monstery faces and things. Um, with like bird wings and angel wings, but mostly like skulls and dead things because of his goddess of death situation. It ends with a full moon on the shoulder with black tendrils that reach up over the shoulder, reaching towards his neck tattoo that he already had. That's right. Nice. (laughs) So Kieran has a badass tattoo. Yeah, and then he cuts the sleeve off of all of his clothing. Just one sleeve. Sleeveless but armored. He exclusively wears tank tops now. Oh my when, god. When you are armored, though, you do have to cover it up, unfortunately, because it is yeah. half plate. You still have the That's armed guards and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you still use the tattoo if you have yeah. armor on? Yeah, it's, oh, it's just, just a magical effect, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, when are we getting an in game group tattoo? Oh god. <laughs> I want an out-of-game group. But, yes, um, anyway. yes. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Um, and if, is anyone else first. doing something quickly during this week? Nala, what do you Me, doing? tiny, tiny, tiny thing. Oh, wait, okay, no, Nala, go first. Tiny thing first. Oh, it's just an, oh, it's not important. It's just an RP thing. I still have that letter that my mom wrote me way back when. You do? I'm going to fold it, like, just the tiny bottom part of it, so I can rip off the signature and the part where she had it invisibly written, Find Selric. Okay. So it's, like, the whole letter except for her name, which I have torn off, and that's that's it. Okay. You do yeah. that. So you have the torn version of the letter. if anyone finds me and they open the letter, now it doesn't mean anything. Sure. Nala, what are you up to? Um, other than working to get my bag, um, and, uh learning enchanting from Nigel uh, with the arrows and Lilia's crossbow bolts. Um, whenever I have free time taking cue from Lilia needing money, um, I will do performance, just magic performance. I will burn all of my spell slots and sorcery points to put on a huge fire performance like season three of Avatar, the guy that's uh, <laughs> doing the firebending performance. Cool. I still haven't cool. seen that show. but So make some make three performance checks for me. Uh, that's a 19 on day one. Uh, that's a 22 on day two. And last day was another 19. Okay. I'm going to say uh, that was a pretty popular performance. You find a good spot and you make uh, 500 gold. All right. And on the last day, I will give four hundred and fifty dollars or four hundred fifty gold to Nigel uh, towards the bracers. Okay. 
So how much do you owe now? So I now owe him 3,695. Oh my god. And I have 50 gold. Um, how much do you owe him? Because I'm keeping this... I know, but this is to let him know. I'm serious. I'm keeping track of this. How much, how much... Uh, I owe, owe Nigel 3,695 gold pieces now. I could have done the math, but I didn't want to. Um, <laughs> cool. So you did that, and you also, at the end of the week, you know how to do basic enchantment stuff. You know the basics of how to enchant items. Um, it's really quite this simple in general. If you have an idea for what you'd like to enchant at any point, you ask me what it is, and I will give you if there's material cost and the actual cost of creating it and the amount of time it'll take consistently working to creating the item. Um, okay. So, um, pretty much for starters, it would just be fire enchantment on either Shar's arrows or Lilia's crossbow bolts. Okay. Give me one moment. So you would have to spend an amount of time each day working on these things. Probably be downtime. Yeah. Give me one second. So it turns out that ammunition with a little bit of fire is not that difficult. Ooh. Cool. Yeah, because this isn't like dragon slaying or... Yeah, I, mean, I, I wasn't going to learn like the fireball one. No. This trip. Sorry, I'm looking at the. So, in order to make a single arrow mm -hmm. of fire, it would take two full days of work. Um, okay. And it would cost you a hundred gold. Gotcha. Because you need the I materials let, for the thing. for one arrow. I would let Lily and uh, Char be aware of that. And that Ooh. arrow would deal like two d six extra fire damage when you hit something. I would also inform them of that as well. How soon can you start? <laughs> You'll have some downtime on the no. ship. You'd be able to create it. Yeah, we You'd will. be able to create like yeah. one. It takes three awesome. days to get there. Um, Help pay off your armor. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like yeah. I found my way. <laughs> I mean, that's what Nigel and Vidar do. Is make a yeah, exactly. yeah. Ooh, does that mean you could also enchant the bracers, or would that take a no, lot longer? No, that's a higher. Okay. That's a higher. You might yeah. be able to, but it would take the same length of time, yeah. and you're already paying for them. Um, yeah. So. Shop. Yeah, and he already gave you like a discount, so it wouldn't be any different. Wait, Nigel did? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be six thousand. Oh, oh, okay, but got it. it like um, and oh, any, I meant mine. and anyway, you'd have to spend eight hours a day for five months working on it. Is how the rules go. He's really wow. talented at it, so he only takes a certain amount of time per object each day, but still takes a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Um, so the last day comes. The last day. <laughs> the moon is coming to crash on us. <laughs> he is coming. Um, and uh, you all the head bay. down. I'm going to say you sent him a message at some point, and you heard that he was coming. He's going to arrive sometime in the morning. Um, so you all head down to the docks, and after not long, you see the familiar and welcome sight of the deep water. Um, uh, Ernesto's ship pulls into port, and you all sort of walk over there. Um, and you see Ernesto, handsome as ever, ordering I his run. crew around um, and and getting a gangplank on and anchoring it and stuff. And he looks around, and when he sees you, he basically he takes a rope from the rigging and swings down to the deck and immediately runs over to your <laughs> arms and gives you just a massive hug. Stop. 
this man. Yo. And he's like, I'm very glad you're all right. It's, oh, oh God. <laughs> um, and he is, he is extremely happy, obviously, that you are here. The rest of the crew unloads some stuff and takes on, like, more cargo, um, which takes, like, a couple of hours. And Ernesto, like, tells you all, well... Hello, everyone. It's been a little time. Um, whenever you're ready to set sail, um, where are we headed? Midship Island. All right, I can pick up some rum while we're there. Um, well, all aboard. Let's let's get this uh, show on the road. Right. And you head onto the ship. I shake Nigel's hand. And I get my bag from You him. get a bag of holding. And I wish him well. <laughs> Thank you for everything. Add the bag of holding! Cool. So you have a bag yeah, of holding with bless. the group now. Nala, since you have it, it's up to you to keep track of what's in it. <laughs> I will. You should add all your custom items as custom items, and then you can just use your notes for bag of holding stuff. Yeah. Right no, now. no, there's notes to, like, my books. All right. All right. So you are on the deep water. It will take about three days to get there. Um, and during that time, you can do whatever downtime activities you want on the ship. You can also help sail. Um, but yes, so you are on the ship. You take off, you unfurl the sails, and you sh shove off and head out into the familiar Ventress Channel to a lot of you, as you have been here before multiple times now. Um and get going. Uh, you also um, know that you are headed to Abby and who knows you're coming, but not exactly where you are. So that's just a DM hint. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, I, I was going to say we, we need to When you're Abby. muted. Yeah, I was going to say we need to reach out, but I've got dog noises going on. Uh, How long ago? It's good to see you. Oh, it's, it's wonderful to see you as well. Um, yeah, have have any fun adventures? You'll have to regale regale us with some stories. Oh, I would love to tell you my story. Can um, Char just walks by. Ha! Fun. <laughs> and just keeps walking. Do you happen to have our trophy <laughs> that we left here last? Uh, yeah, it's still in my quarters, um, downstairs under underneath. I will. May May I have it? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, and he right. he sends like a Lockean who says, "Hello, everyone. Good to see you all again." Heads down. And uh, Ernesto tells him to go get the trophy. Trophy as Ernesto takes up his place as captain on the wheel as you set sail. Meanwhile, I drop our trophy into the bag of holding. <laughs> Meanwhile, Emer, <laughs> it's just it's just constantly bouncing back and forth. But wanted to give you something to do <laughs> during. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find. I uh, know. You're ready. I'm ready. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, not that one. Uh, how long did we say the boat trip was? It's gonna take three days. Okay. Now I'm gonna give you a hundred gold to make me one fire arrow. Okay. And I will do that. Other than my um, duties with the captain as gunnery, I'll. Okay, so you're not like just creating it out of the gold. I'm gonna say you bought the supplies with Char's money back in Arcala, 
What okay. are the supplies that um, you need? It's vague for, for this. Oh, yeah. It's just material oh, okay. com- components that are necessary to create an okay. enchanted item. Um, Can we just buy a bunch of them, maybe? Uh, so but they are they are How for specific stuff, yeah, and you can buy however much you want. Okay, um, then I will buy a hun- I'll buy a thousand gold worth of materials for Nala. Okay. Invest in ten fire arrows for myself. Cool. So you buy that, and Nala, you have the ability to use that. But you are paying that money; you don't get it. Yeah, it's just the yeah, materials. Yeah, yeah. I'll add that into my other possessions: a thousand gold worth of enchanting materials. Four fire, fire arrows. arrows. <laughs> yes. Four fire. Um, Slash bolts. Yes, for your bolts. So same, same thing. Okay, yeah. so anyway, back to Emer. You are in a weird pirate camp in what seemed to be these ruins in the mountains. Um, you walked for like two days, marched basically, a forced march west toward the mountains. Um, and you eventually arrive at this sort of area of a bunch of ruins. This music's just not right. I'm sorry. I know you can't hear it, but it bothers me. (laughs) There. That'll do. So, um, in this ruins in this mountains. And um, the Rustbeard's crew that is with y'all in this area um, is basically 40 people. They left most of the people back in the city in order to keep it under rule by Rustbeard's crew. Rustbeard and um, the other members of his like immediate crew uh, are often around this camp area, but some of them make trips into town every once in a while. On this day, you are in one of the three cages holding Abby Ashmore's crew. There's one in the center. It's up on sort of a raised sort of catwalk area, uh, like 20 feet in the air, and you're in a cage that they have set up here. And then along the catwalk, there's another cage at one end and another cage at one end. And this this section of the mountains is sort of a a U shape, a wide U. Um, And so you're smack in the middle uh, with Abby um, and some other members of the crew while the rest of your crew are split up between the other two cages. Down below, you see Rustbeard's main tent in the center area. Um, they've got multiple fires. They've got a bunch of tents for all the other members of this crew. Um, they've got, like, supplies and whatnot around as well. Um, give me one second to uh, read what I'm talking about instead of just going based on memory. Uh, and there is one sort of meeting table that the main members of Rustbeard's crew seem to be using. Every time they have a meeting, which is like basically on a schedule, it's like at 11 in the morning every single day. Um, they have a meeting. Rustbeard brings out some mysterious sort of papers from his um, tent. They pour over them, talk, and then go back inside. Please make Am a perception. I close enough to- Check. (laughs) And Abby's like, can you hear them? What are they talking about? Uh, 22. Great. Um, So what you hear is, all right, I think, I think the thing is here. Based on all my triangulation in these documents, 
Scott will be behind that wall and he points sort of in your direction but below you at the mountainside behind you. And Abby like looks back as you recount what you hear. Um, and and Rustbeard says, stands on the table then and says, all right, men, it's time. We have discovered the location and we are going to find it. Get digging, boys. Dig, boys. Dig. Dig. Mine, oh boys. Oh. Mine every mountain. Um, and uh, But they start, they bring out like pickaxes and whatnot and start just going to town on this mountain wall, this cliff face. Um, and they start digging this hole. And over the next while, they dig deeper and deeper into this mountainside, searching for something. Something. Abby's like... Um, well, clearly the ulterior motive is, is something behind that wall, I'd say. Any ideas, first mate? Um, I didn't hear anything when we were walking, but, uh, am I able to see any of the documents on this meeting table? Uh, make another perception check, because now you're just trying to stare. And you're trying to catch it before he puts them back into his tent, too, so it's pretty difficult. Uh, 20. 20. I'll give you that. Um, so you look down, and you peer with your... with your special eyes. And, um... And you see on it, on one of the documents, as Rustbeard furls it up, this... It's got a, It's sort of a diagram of a ship... And then one part of the ship, which seems to be some sort of cannon, is expanded on another side. And it's got like this, the side view and the front view of this massive cannon. All right. So I don't know exactly what, but I think they're looking for a sort of weapon. Always has to try and fight back against my rule, I suppose. He always wanted to be master of the seas and everybody around him. Well, Wynne and his group should be arriving some point. I'm not sure exactly where they are. I'm hoping they'll reach out. But we, I think, should over the next little while, or a couple weeks, or however long it takes them to get to us, come up with a plan to get our weapons from down there. And she, like, looks down at this shed that was also put up. They, like, shoved it up. Um, and that's where all your supplies are, all your weapons and armor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to get them, or at least open that up, um, in preparation for when, when, etc. appear. And maybe unlock these cages while we're at it. Um, there, there's no way I can, like jiggle the lock on the on the cage run right now right and abby looks around and pulls out and shows you a lockpick that she had smuggled in so we can do our best to sneakily do that the problem is the rest of the crew and especially clicker is around here somewhere and he sees everything so we need to time this right make sure the ideal people are in this camp for when we sneak down there. Okay. Um, and and my plan is is get our stuff, somehow maybe hide it up here, or at least just make sure we have a way in very quickly if shit goes down, mm-hmm. and make sure these are unlocked so that if they show up, we can just burst into action. All right. 
Um, um, I uh, when we do, or I guess I should be uh, when we do, I can cast a cloud of fog to obscure our movement. I know Clicker might be relying on something other than just their eyes, but I can obscure a certain area. That could be very fog. useful. Uh, my other, my other, I went into your accent because I can't help but copy it. Um, <laughs> um, I, that could be very helpful. The other idea I have is somehow get us separated and then one of us causes a distraction while the other person does it. Um, but I, that's the only other idea I had. If we can both get out of here and stealthily do it, that would work. Hopefully. No. I, I would trust you with the sneaking about a little I don't know, bit I've more seen than I would. Be a little bit stealthy, but I am pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, but yes. So let us just keep watch over the next couple of weeks and see if they have any sort of schedule mm -hmm. and figure out if we can figure out the opportune time, the opportune moment, since this is the pirate quest. <laughs> in in order yes if Wynn contacts me I'll let you know immediately too so that we can time our oh shit and that's that flashback that was about two weeks ago I forgot to say great meanwhile Tap on the shit. I'm gonna change the music Doop 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 again. Yeah, use. That's what I was trying to. I shouldn't be doing that. You are on a ship. <laughs> I'm on uh, a boat. Motherfuckers. <laughs> yes. Um. Over this next two days, there. does anybody do anything? I know Nala, you're working on the thing. I already marked off the one hundred uh, gold. Here, I, I think as soon as we set off, I would, I would just be like, Kieran, can you, can you, get in touch with Abby and let her know we're coming? Wouldn't you rather me wait until we're closer? Can. I if mean, we have a couple I, days. You might as well I would like follow to just up with her. Sort of give her a heads up if, if at all possible. Sure. We wait. What do you want? Me Odds are we're we're gonna run into some some resistance on the way in. Yeah, what do you want me to say? We're three days out. Um what do we need to know before heading in? And very important, is he there? Okay. So I say that with a howdy yep. at the beginning. Obviously, classic. <laughs> um, Obviously. And you hear back Three days. Good to know. We will be ready for you. When you arrive, walk west towards the mountains. And yes, of course he is here. To which I tell Quinn. Do I want to know who he is? <laughs> <laughs> Or is that a fun surprise that I get? Oh, I'm oh. asking you, bud. Pal. <laughs> homie. Um, you hear from the sword? Remember the lies conversation? 
Hey. All right. Point. Point taken. Point taken. Kieran, you just heard or you saw Win like put his head in his hands and say "point taken" to no one, but <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine. We're all doing fine. It's fine. Yeah. Do we want to have like a team powwow or something to discuss the plan? I guess or what so. exactly um, we're doing. Okay. Do we, we know what we're doing? Win? Do you we gather? know what? I mean, what do we do? We know what we're going into more. Well, of. that's why we're. Well, that's why yeah. we're quartering win right now. Yeah. Oh, again, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, what are we're not giving you the chance what? to keep us. You in the know dark again. damn well what, what you did. <laughs> Emphasis on the damn. What did I do? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oops. <laughs> I assume the Captain Estrada is familiar with Midship Island as well. Yeah, he is currently at the at the wheel, um, wheeling. Right, well, why don't we talk to Win? Have our team meeting first, and then we can go talk to Ernesto. Of course. You gather, okay, I'd well, say, somewhere yeah, on the. Win, what are we doing? Yeah. Um. I don't know exactly what we're walking into. Only that. Someone from my past, from from Abby's past and my past, um, has finally caught up with us. And as much, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be very difficult. As okay, much detail as you can give about this person will be okay. better than not. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, Jesus, I haven't thought about him in so many years because like. I finally figured we'd gotten away from him. Is there rum on this but... boat? Can we find win some rum? <laughs> Please. Uh, make Please. an investigation check. <laughs> Just because rolling dice Natural is... Natural 20! Nice. Yeah, you find you Yay! find rum. You you managed to slip oh, some away. Lockheed gave me a shit ton yeah. last time, so... Yeah. He, he found his stash. I know, I know where he used it for the moonflowers. Yeah. Oh, I, God. He stole Lockheed's rum. Yeah. No, I didn't steal <laughs> any. I asked if I could have some because I coincidentally knew exactly where it was kept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gives, okay. yeah, he gives you some room. You've got some sure. Thanks. Amazing. Sure. Okay. Um, well, to make a long story short, after our mother died, we came into the care of one Bora Rustbeard. And he spent the rest of our, our young childhood. We, we came to him when we were 12, I think. And... He trained us to fight and never stopped. We we were tasked with carrying out chores and, and fighting for him and going on these missions that were very dangerous and too dangerous for us and I've I thought I'd finally put him put him behind us and I thought we'd finally gotten away, but he's found us again. He, we would always try to run away when we could, and it never worked. And now he has my sister, and I'm going to kill him. Um, is this individual part of the chateau, or is he not? No, he is now. He, he's. But he you now. wouldn't know that, so. Okay. <laughs> um, from what I remember, no, he never worked with them. He was. Too prideful, too independent, too cruel. Are you what? familiar with his vessel? Where where he's from, or Midship Island? 
you wouldn't know. You Mid- might know something yeah. about midship. Make a history check for that. Okay. Quick, tell us your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. That's a nine. You never got around to midship, so you don't know much about it, no. Well, I think Ernesto no. knows some stuff about midship, so we can ask him. What do you think Russ Beard wants with Abby? <sighs> I couldn't even begin to imagine. But if if she's if she is queen, then I imagine he's not too happy about it. But she's still alive, right? So clearly, That's she has something yes. he needs. I don't know. I don't know how or brutal. He, or he just wants to lure me. Yeah, here. that's fair too. Well, it's working. So good job. I, I won. You think I was just going to abandon No, I wasn't her? saying that. Well, didn't you kind of? Never mind. <laughs> um, I'm wondering, could Captain Jack be with your sister? Is he out somewhere else? We haven't seen him in months, or where he went off to. That's a bit months. I still have like two more messages to send. I can ask. He, wa- he wasn't with her the last time we saw him, so it seems unlikely he'd be with her. Yeah, you know that. He is an independent captain of the Black Chateau. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just kind of does a little please. message if you wanted me to. Yes, I wonder I if we have. could have informed no. him. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like we should also we should ask Abby like where she is and like what the situation's are like what she well, would need. She what said, we need to "When do. we arrive, walk west." Okay. Did she give you a landmark where to make where to make landfall. Twenty-five words is hard. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure out where we need to park the boat. Um, that like they won't find the boat, right? Kieran, please make an intelligence check for me. Ah, the cartographer. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Here maps, yo. Yeah, we got to figure out where Ernesto needs to. 14. Bring the boat in so that the pirates won't get him. 14's okay. You, I'm just <laughs> reminding that, you. That dope. I'm reminding you of a spell you have that you never seem to use. That's super useful. You oh, pronounced shit. it wrong the first time when you said it, <laughs> and oh, I laughed about it. Pronounced it wrong. The first shit. Time. And now I, now I can only think but of how I said it the one time. It's what spell? It's scrying. What's the spell? Scrying. <laughs> oh yeah, scrying. Could <laughs> oh. do that. Scrying. That would be useful. What does it do? <laughs> uh, it allows you to see oh, yeah. from you. Yeah. It means that I don't have can't it. do that to you. I don't have it today, but I could do it tomorrow. Well, we're on this boat for like okay. three days. Let me yeah. pull up my spell list so I can tell you what it does exactly. But uh, Slash your basically, Bible. basically, it, you, it allows you to uh, focus on a specific person. They roll a saving throw, but then if if they don't. If they don't succeed, then you get to see them for about 10 minutes. You get to see where they are, or really it's sort of fog around them, but you get to actually see what circumstances they're in. That would be very Well, we should probably ask Abby as many questions as we're able to before we use scrying on somebody, right? Or vice versa, we could use the scrying and then ask questions based off of what we see from that. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes the most sense. Yeah, because it's not going to hurt. Because then we can make the the question specific rather than being like, you captured. So should we scry on Abby or should we scry on Rustbeard? Ooh. Oh, we... Por que no los dos? Kieran is familiar with Abby because he knows what she looks like. I don't know what Rustbeard... Do you know what Rustbeard Do you have to know what they look... Is it like message? Uh, You have to to be familiar with them and the DC is harder if you don't 
know them, know them, or don't have something of theirs. Mm. Do you have anything of Rossbeard's? You have something of Abby's. Yes, yes I do. We can scry on Abby. Yeah. Rossbeard, you yeah, wouldn't have like anything like of his, but you are familiar-ish with him, but not, it would be a tough DC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because, like, for every, like, connection to that person you have, it, it lowers the modifier for saving throw to them. Mm. And it's specified. So whatever you have of Abby's. Um, what do I have? You have something that you got earlier in the campaign. Is it the letter? You got that letter. The letter, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the letter. Possession is negative four. The save modifier. Nice. <laughs> cool. Um, if a target but, knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. Yeah. So we should probably tell Abby that in a message or a sending. For the knowledge of the person part, where it says second hand you have heard of the target or first hand you have met the target, since I've sent her several messages to and you know what she looks like as us I having met, disguised myself to look like her. <laughs> yeah, we got that. Um. No. Um, no? the, the, uh, but you know of her and you've heard her voice, yeah. But uh, the other thing is that this technically needs a focus worth a thousand gold. Um, but if you want to drop another thousand, you can use the spell, and I will say you bought a crystal ball or something. Or a mirror. Why? And I just, if I buy a crystal ball, can I then use it? Does it break after every time? Use? No, it's just you have to have it. It's it costs oh, money it's like one a focus. time. Okay. Okay. Can I yeah. ask? What then I will absolutely is? buy a focus. Okay. Why? What is this going to tell us that sending won't? It'll allow you way more information. <laughs> but I thought you just said we just see them. We don't see like that much of what you see them. and hear them, <laughs> um, and you get okay. you get to this whole scene. Okay. I haven't actually, but that's it's not the point. The point is that yeah. you get to oh. literally see everything or yeah. like okay. Yeah, it's a it's a you can see in here through the sensor which appears within 10 okay. feet of the target and it moves with the target so you can see around it. Okay. For how long? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Um then maybe we send Abby a message as t- telling her we're going to try and look through her and when would be a good time to do it maybe. So that way, not only can she voluntarily choose to not make the saving throw, if she's like going, if Rusty's going to come talk to her at a certain time, or she's like, "Oh, I'm going to do this at this time," then that would be more helpful than just if she's just sitting in the dark or whatever. Okay. Smart. Smart little okay. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. Yeah. Uh, Cameron, is it just the crystal ball? That I add? Uh, no, I mean, this is not... So a crystal ball is a specific magical item. Um, just add some sort... It can be a mirror, it can be a bowl of holy water, whatever you want it to be, that's flavor for you. But it's a thousand gold of a focus that is used in sort of scrying. Okay. It, it can be Galadriel's mirror if you want it. <laughs> do I get a cool vase to pour water into it? <laughs> and with? do if this? I... <laughs> oh, no, sick. it yeah. comes out of your coat staff. <laughs> yeah. It would be the vase that's worth the money, and then you pour that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Figure out how you want to do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna that do it. Work. Galadriel vase. Okay, cool. <laughs> Incidentally, so. in real Kieran life, for for pagan shit, I really about, want one of those. <laughs> you know, drama. 
<laughs> All right. So what's what's happening with what what order? Of what are you doing? Um, another sending. So, yeah, yeah. We'll send her another message. Um, okay. Um, let me think. What are we saying? Um, that's less than twenty four words. <laughs> okay. Um, like so. I don't know. Something like we'd like to see where you're at, or we can see through you when. When would be the most opportune time to do that? Okay, okay. Um, we can s- try to, s- or not, we can't try. We can see where you are. When would be best? What is he looking for? That's 15. Okay. Um. Howdy. <laughs> you hear you hear back. Like magically? Damn it. Okay, I guess. Anytime works for me. He seems to be looking for a massive weapon. Not sure if he will find and that's twenty five. Okay. <laughs> did we want it did we want to be more specific? Um, I don't know how much being more specific would. We would could do say something. Well, and she like, just said any time, though. We could say something like, "At this time, cause a commotion, draw attention, try what? and see if." What? If we're trying to mm-hmm. overhear something of importance, we have to draw that important thing to Abby. The only way to do that while she's in lockup is for her to cause an actual scene or commotion to draw either a guard or possibly an officer or anyone of a higher rank to actually engage with her. My whole thing is is if we use my other sending, that's the last one for the day, so if we need something explained from whatever Mm -hmm. we see, we won't be able to ask her until tomorrow. Which by tomorrow might be... This is still the first day. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have scrying yet either anyway. Yeah, I don't know. So we could message her one more time? Yes. I think we should elaborate what you meant by look at her. Okay. And... Tell... I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um... Yeah, yeah. One more, just say... Um... We need to know how we're preparing for coming to where you are. Um, Defenses, numbers. What would be the best way to... I think that's over 25 now. Is it? Okay. But Kieran, do you send that message? Because that wasn't what you were planning on sending. I didn't think so. Um. Welcome, Sean, to this part of D and D. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll go with Howdy. Wait, I'm not doing it yet. I'm brainstorming. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't want you to, to start captain. counting. Well, because my talk thing to is the captain. While we're thinking. Okay. Ernesto's like... there. Hello, everyone. Captain, we make landfall in Midship Island in two days, and unfortunately none of us are familiar with the territory. 
Uh, do you happen to know of any locations of interest where uh, individual of power might hold a high priority captive? Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly just sort of a sugar and rum island. Um, you go there for the rum and the partying and sometimes the fish. Um, but oh, I, so that sounds like, like exactly a, I the kind of town I should have gone to years ago. So towns and <laughs> plantations. There's there's yes. one one town which is Bayminster, which is the port town, and then all basically to the west until you hit the mountains are yes, sugar plantations. There's mountain ranges on this island. Is there is one very small mountain range on the island. Yes. Is there any settlements in the mountains, or is it mostly just wilderness? Uh, no, it's just it's just mountains. Um, well, we know that Abby said to walk west. I assume from Bayminster, if that's the only town there. Um, I am recalling now that I rolled a natural 20 that... Um, <laughs> um, that there was, like, there were apparently some ruins and stuff found, like, from a long time ago over near the mountains... Um, but that's really all, all right. I know. I don't know what those ruins are. I mostly spent my time in Bayminster. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Do you have friends in so Bayminster? If, if, if they're in the Not mountains, particularly. they're looking for that weapon. Do you have any individuals that we could contact in Bayminster? Not really. I Since my main route was just between Port Hall and Arcala, I never bothered to stop there. Um, if you were heading more west or something or coming from the east, you might stop there, or coming from the west um, you might stop there but generally I had no reason to so I don't know anybody there um, Do you plan on taking the deep water into port or would you recommend we disembark via rowboat? I feel there's something y'all aren't telling me about what kind of nonsense we're heading into, but yes, I was planning on docking the we're ship. We're heading into Pine. We don't, we'll we'll we don't really we'll know what kind Kieran of nonsense we're expecting. Okay. Wait, do you think Kieran doesn't Wait, do know? Do you think they'd burn the town or something? Presumably pirates. Yeah, well, we've had lots of different experiences with pirates before. We've ran into the ones that tried to kill us on our first trip with Ernesto. It sounds like this is a not-so-good jack. Pirate. No, is um, a very not. I turn to Ernesto. There's a possibility the, the town may not be standing. Captain Ernesto, are you familiar uh. with an individual that goes by Captain Rustbeard? No, I've never heard that name before. Mm. But I try to stay away from pirates in general, as well, I am a if, legit businessman. If pirates are being used, would you recommend us going in via rowboat, or are you? Wind just Willing. said the town might be destroyed. There wouldn't even be a port for us to go into. Uh, well. It seems likely, un- or it seems unlikely that we could go in unscathed. Well, uh. we could, we could, um, just keep an eye out. I've got a spyglass. We can just go in from way far away, and if it looks terrible from what we can see, yeah. then find a, find a cove I- around the side or something. I also think that, like, no matter how much planning we do I mean regardless like the half of the things that we've done before we've tried to plan for it and then it's not gone at all towards the plan well, apparently the last plan went flawlessly mm-hmm. well amazingly that one was a bit of a 
That was an that enigma. Was a, that was a fluke. Yeah, that one was a. That <laughs> was why. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a rule. <laughs> I don't know. Your plan with the cultists seemed to go pretty good. Yeah, Again, a bit of a fluke with that one. <laughs> that one's also. But I mean, because we like we haven't always had the, the thing is how can we really plan for something we don't have an, in, any information for? We can prepare ourselves for a fight, which is normally how we go into things. Um, and head west like Abby told us to. I still think we should scry uh, just to get our bearings for what we yeah. can expect where Abby is. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily yeah, right. exactly where she is, but at least what her location is and what barriers we might have getting to her specific mm-hmm. location. Um, mm-hmm. But beyond that, we don't know. I think if we just prepare ourselves to fight, that's going to be about as good as we can manage. We might just have to ask if your sister's in Bayfield or if she's in Bayfield. Isn't that what it was called? Sorry. Bayminster. Say again. Bayminster. Bayminster. We can ask if she is in Bayminster or if she's in the ruins. So sorry. <laughs> well, she did say, say three we will be ready. Walk west when, when you get here. So I don't imagine they would keep her in, in the city. If they need help for something. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Captain, for uh, the information. No worries. Um, if anything, I actually have to go down and start enchanting uh, an arrow for Char, so. Okay. <laughs> doing that. Cool. Right. So, that day happens. You have a plan to scry on the next day. Yes. Meanwhile, this is yes. just a game of meanwhiles. <laughs> meanwhile, this is the jump cut episode. <laughs> it it really really is. Emer, yes. you and Abby have spent the past week basically examining the comings and goings of Rustbeard's major crew members, and you have found that there is a knight that generally. Most of Rustbeard's main group, including Rustbeard himself, have taken to going to Bayminster and leaving everyone else in charge. Um, is Clicker a member of the group that goes there? Yes, Clicker is. The only person who stays is the Tortle. The um, Tortle? Coster, Coster Lore, who is this gruff, gray-skinned turtle dude who is older and... Just he doesn't seem like the kindest of men, um, but he he is currently sitting at the table, sort of reading. And to give you a a idea of what it looks like, would you mind opening up roll twenty for me? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Just Sean, launch game. Yeah, I mean. Um, are you using the same account? No, uh, yeah, it's just on mine. Good. We have no way to double up roll 20. Hold on, let me just... Oh, God. Okay. So you are Please don't... here. Hold on. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And don't ignore all the other people on here. Coster is just at this table down here. Um, Rustbeard's camp is in the center. 
the shed, actually I'm going to put him here facing away from the shed. The shed is here, mm-hmm. where it looks like a shed. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're up in this in this uh, place up there. Currently, there are, there's like two guards on the catwalk that keep walking back and forth slowly. Sometimes they'll stop. Um, one of them gets out a pipe at one point and starts smoking that um, and doesn't keep walking. And Abby, like, turns to you as you're all supposed to sort of be asleep, but whispers, I think now's the time. Um, are we going with distraction plan? Or sneak out plan? Or some combination of the two? Um, how far away is the shed from our cages? Just, like, So, it, you are, so um, it is, there's a door on the front of it. You have to get down the ladder, which is 20 feet. And then it's about 45 feet, okay. maybe 55, uh, to the shed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but this from here to here, at least, is within 20 feet. Because, okay. I mean, if one of us sneaks out and then finds a place to hide, and then somebody causes a distraction, one of us could get in there and out and at least get our stuff. Yeah, I Maybe. like the idea of the of the distraction first. Um, so, I say that you cause dis- we both get out of the cages. Okay. You cause the distraction, and I get into the shed. Okay. Um, I'm not sure I should leave the cage if I'm causing the distraction. Then. Okay. Good idea. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I do trust you as you are my first mate, but because um, maybe so I can I can do the lockpick thing. You can head out and down and try not to be mm-hmm. seen by Costa there, and then I'll call for Rustbeard or call for Costa to get him up here or something. Just have it out with him, like I did on the ship. All right. And then you I just have to get in there. Out. You 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 know what my bow looks like. Yes. And my armor, and you obviously know what your armor and bull and and shit looks like. Mm-hmm. I'd be really worried if you didn't know what your own things look like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My intelligence score is very low, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's an intelligence score? <laughs> I have approximate knowledge of many things. <laughs> I have approximate knowledge. <laughs> I have um, good situational awareness. <laughs> All right, so you wait for sort of an opportune time as, as the guards sort of are on either end. And she takes out this lockpick and um, reaches her hand out. And... Damn it. I haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> and it And it pops open. Quietly. Go, go, go. All right, so um, I go down the ladder. Okay, make a stealth check. Yes. So you're um, gonna want to go to your abilities, or sorry, your skills, and then it's alphabetical. Except roll twenty is being real dumb. Roll twenty is being very dumb. There we right. go. There we go. All right. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. And as you do this, as you head down. Um, and Abby like waits a little while for you to get off the ladder. You head over behind oh, this shit. tent here, um, mm-hmm. which is which is down sort of 
around there and hide behind it. And Abby goes, uh, Oi, Costa! That's not her voice. Oi, Costa! <laughs> How's that book? Us up here, bored in the dark, could really be using some entertainment materials. You know, there came a t- there was a time when we were friends, you know? Costa sort of looks up. Shut up, Abby. Um, and I'm gonna... Him at disadvantage. Two tens. Um, can I and cast s- oh, Go ahead. What are you doing? Uh, can I cast a spell real quick? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I'd like to cast the silence. Okay. Uh, just, uh... Where would you point to where and I can click it? Uh, halfway between the tent and the shed. Like here? Uh, okay. So you okay. cast this silence, so it's like here? So in the middle of the tent and the shed? So what's the radius in silence? 20 feet. Okay, cool. So you cover basically the, the tent area and around the whole, the shed. Um, mm-hmm. Radius. Yeah, so like that much. You get all yeah. of it. Yeah. And Coster like stands up and doesn't see or hear you, he would have except that was a clutch spell, and heads over to the ladder and, like, climbs up and says, you know what, Abby? Or, you know... What what voice do I want for him? <laughs> you know what, Abby? I have dealt with people like you for a long time. After a while, I agreed with Rustbeard, and I think... That you and your brother and any bullshit you're bringing to the Black Chateau should be gotten rid of. Hell, why he hasn't killed you yet is beyond me. And Abby says, What happened to you, man? We were, we were friends for a while. You are an entirely different individual now. And if that bastard can get to you, you're obviously just weak-minded anyway. Um, and Coster, like, reaches through. You, 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 like, duck around and you head off, but you look up in the catwalk and you see Coster just reach through the bars and just grab Abby by the neck with his huge sort of turtle claw. And she's like, oh, It's going to happen sometime soon, you know. When Wynn arrives, he'll be met with a terrible scene. And Coster begins heading down. While this is going on, though, um, you head in, you head around. Which side do you go to the front of the shed or the back of the shed first? Uh, I'm going to go to the front of the shed. Head over to the front front of the shed. Mm -hmm. Hmm? I was making sure the front of the shed was where I had pinged. Yeah. 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 Facing the table. So you head over there. Uh, you are presented with a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I? Uh, can I just? Maybe it's unlocked. Can I try the door? <laughs> you try. Uh, it is indeed unlocked. Actually, it's just a shed. Um, and you and you head inside, um, and you close the door behind you. It is very dark in here. Do you have dark vision as a Triton? I do. Yes. Up to Good. So feet. you can you can see dim light around you, and you see various weapon pieces of weaponry and, and uh, armor and whatnot. Uh, make an investigation check. Because it's all just sort of thrown in there. Yeah. Nine. (laughs) Okay, so you are in there and sort of digging around, and you're finding it very difficult to find your equipment and Abby's equipment. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Coster leaves Abby alone and comes back down and sits at the table right outside. Please make another investigation check. Five. Still not able to find it, and you've made a little bit of noise. And you, you like, accidentally... Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> and you freeze and Coster turns around and Abby's like or Abby doesn't say anything because she doesn't know what to do um, maybe let's see range 30 feet um, and Coster like turns around to see the noise and walks towards it as a fire. Actually, I don't know if she can do it. <laughs> no, it's too far. So walks over to the shed and you hear from outside. <laughs> as the door is beginning to open, please make a stealth check for me. Oh boy. Um. It is still quiet in here though, because silence is still up. Ten. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> God damn it. Um, walks in Wait, and just immediately looks at you as you're trying to like hide yourself underneath some armor. Just caught with my uh, pants down. Wait, question: Cost- If it's still exactly silence, how is, is there silent. noise? There was silence. You're yeah. Right. So how is there noise? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if I retcon this. Yeah, okay. So we retcon it because Clutch there stuff. was silence and I had forgotten about it and I apologize. So no, you knock something over and in that moment you're like, oh wait, no, wait, that's, that's fine. <laughs> um, and eventually it takes you a little while, but you do manage to find your... Uh, your gun, your hand axe, your everything, and you find Abby's um, Abby's longbow and studded leather armor as well. And you are carrying this shit. I want you to make one more investigation check for me. Oh, God. Because <laughs> you did so well on the other ones. Right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Eight. <laughs> okay. You're like, there's no way out of here except the front door. I'm guessing another spell uh, stealth check is in my future. Um, Yeah, uh, (laughs) I'm gonna. uh, The turtle is still at the table, correct? Yeah, he did go back down to the table after his altercation with Abby. Um, And Abby keeps sort of shouting taunts, (laughs) Um, and so he's a little distracted because Abby's just being a douchebag up at the up at the top and just um, calling him a, a useless piece of shit, basically. Um, that's my girl and, uh, and um, so he's a little bit distracted her. and annoyed and trying to read his book yeah alright I think I'm just gonna try and sneak back at least behind the tent before making a beeline to the ladder to get back into the okay, cage make a stealth check for me it is in silence so you so, have advantage so that means so roll again since you have advantage Okay. Wow. Not lucky. D and D Beyond dice rolls are n- are doing us dirty right now. Th- <laughs> so you have advantage on stealth. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Thirteen. 
with the okay. advantage. Coster seems trying so hard to be engrossed in his book <laughs> that you do like stumble a bit outside of the silence radius and <laughs> is heard as you step on a on a stick, but then you duck back and sort of hide <laughs> behind the behind the thing because you just go quickly because you realize it's quiet. So as long as he doesn't like <laughs> and see you, uh, like turn around and see you. So he turns around at the sound and looks around and rolls terribly for his perception <laughs> and goes back to his book. Now you Everyone have to get back terrible. to the thing. One more stealth check to get back up the ladder carrying shit. 21. There it is. <laughs> God, so this is had, what happens when you use automated dice rollers. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I've, I've, got, I've had pretty good luck on those, actually. Mostly for Rustbeard. Um, and and uh, you head up the ladder, carrying the shit over your shoulder, looking around. You wait for, you duck around behind the ladder, so you're under the catwalk. Um, as mm-hmm. a guard walks above, you wait for a bit, duck around, and climb back up. Abby opens the cage and lets you in closes it and sort of makes pretend that the that the gate is locked and in the in the sort of uh, in the cage you have some blankets and things and you find a way to make the um place look like there are no weapons and armor hidden underneath the thing and the middle cage is unlocked so that happened and Abby's like, good job. It was a little touch and go there for a second. Why does my chest feel tight? Because it was a little <laughs> terrifying and that man can blow you up with a look. Um, but we did it. All we have to do now is wait for wind to call and just time it out, right? Mm-hmm. So let's bide our time and be a little peaceful, all right? Right. All right. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> God. That was, <laughs> you did it, buddy. Oh, God. Yeah, thank, for, thank you for reminding me that I cast that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was clutch. Um, do, do Tritons have advantage on stealth? That's dope. No, it was just because, no. because He's silence. He's a ranger. Oh, cool. I didn't know that did yeah. that, but sweet. That makes sense. Well, it makes sense. I was. It was. I don't know if it's specific in the rules, but I mean, yeah. it makes sense because no, I mean, you can't be heard. Yeah. Um, so back on the ship, it is the next day, um, and Emer's timeline is now lined up with the real <laughs> timeline. Um, and you, you even had guest privileges, as in like <gasps> slightly easier everything, and you're just rolling real poorly, real poorly, <laughs> real poorly. <laughs> I think that was like four in a row with just single digit rolls. Not I rolled four natural ones in a row last time I used the digital one. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I think you can, you're more than welcome to use the real dice and just do math if you want to as well. Yeah, <laughs> I might. I also have like math, a plus though. zero on like investigation. Yeah, investi- so. he is not bright. <laughs> <laughs> Wisdom's decently high. Intelligence? Eh. <laughs> All right, so it is the next day. What are. So you're Jason from the Good Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What are you What are you doing today, though? I'm um, still working on the ship, I assume, and then finishing Char's enchantment on the arrow. More sending and scrying. I say now that Lilia can't play yes. bagpipes in practice anymore. She's just real bored. 
You have your loot and flute. <laughs> you could um, if you want to go to the go to the Feywild. The Feywild. I don't feel like going into a coma on a pirate sh- or on a boat. <laughs> Sounds like a I'm not a time. pirate, says Ernesto. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's an upstanding citizen, okay? He's a like, good man. Adventuring merchant. Exactly. So, th- there is only a thin line that separates no, the two. No, 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 no. <laughs> also, because I've failed twice during seafaring voyages, I would like my Titanic montage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my man. Yeah. All right. Do so it. We- what are we Do doing? Me, me, I'm just get that charisma to check. <laughs> um, so we are scrying though today, correct? Yes, we're yeah. scrying today. Yeah. Okay. So are you letting her know that you're doing it beforehand? Yeah, because we never Probably. told her. We never asked her what the yeah, time yeah. would be and everything. Okay. So you send a sending to say, "Hey, howdy." I guess. Howdy We're how? about to do the yes. thing. Don't resist. <laughs> um, and all right, so you set up this scrying spell, Kieran. You've only done this once. Did you do it once before? So you did it once before. I did it once. Um, and I think you it worked. S- yeah, it was it with Damien. Did. With Damien, you saw Damien oh, who oh, was yeah. not having a great time down in Timbuktu. Yes, Oops. I like how both times we use it. It's on the imprisoned. Yeah, we we haven't. Touched base you don't know if Damien's imprisoned. You just knew he was wounded at the time. Um, and actually you heard from basis. Vidar that Damien is still okay. And Jared. Good. Um, <laughs> can't read. Who can't fucking read. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so you set up this scrying spell. So you take out this big bowl and you, and, and you pour this water from this massively expensive, interesting ba- vase into the, into this basin. And after about 10 minutes of taking the time to do the chanting um, and dipping, using the staff to like swirl the water around so that the holy symbol is in it, um, it starts sort of glowing for a second. And then Kieran closes his eyes and opens them, and his eyes are like completely white. Kieran? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. You feel your consciousness thrown to in the direction that you. you are, are going. You feel like you're flying through the air and you catch glimpses of clouds there. around you um, <laughs> as you very quickly see an island ahead of you and you fly past it through this town and through onto onto this this near these mountains. You're suddenly there and you come to this abrupt stop and you see before you a long brown haired, currently quite disheveled woman a half-elf, sitting there um, sort of cross-legged and staring out the out the these uh, metal bars, holding on to them and saying, Hey, you shit! Hey, you shit! Hey! Hey, I want to talk to you! Hey, Rustbeard! What am I doing here? And after a little while of this, eventually you see this... this huge man, like nearly Salvador huge, but not quite that much. Um, in like full armor, come he comes up um, and like stands uh, in front of the cage and just looks down at Abby, who, who just sort of grins at him. So what am I doing here, my old friend? Are you going to kill me at any point, or am I just supposed to live this terrible limbo 
forever. Um, and and Rustbeard says, oh, you'll get your chance. We're keeping an eye on your little friend, your brother. And, you know, we're closer than ever to finding what we need to rule the seas. Your rule will no longer be necessary, my dear. And he's like, I'm not, and she's like, I'm not your dear. A. B, a big cannon thing? We saw your little pieces of paper. I'm not sure. Um, that must be your also that ship is not yours. Where'd you get the ship, Rustbeard? And Rustbeard says, <laughs> I've traveled the seas for a long time. It took me a while, but I finally found it. Relics of an ancient era. Powerful enough to fight the gods. And certainly powerful enough for the likes of you. And Abby says, Sure. Well, if you survive the next little while. Because Wynne is coming. And God, we've wanted this vengeance for a while. <laughs> and as she says this, um, you hear some chink, chink chinks in the background as metal on rock, but you can barely make it out. As your uh, as your vision is shunted back, you just feel like you're suddenly flying backwards, and you just land inside your body on the ship as you blink again and your eyes are back to normal. Weird. How'd so, it go? It went great, and I put the Liberty in on the deets. <laughs> okay. She's okay? She doesn't look hurt? Just disheveled. She's still, you know, okay. been ever hot. Okay. So She's sassy. I like her. <laughs> They're well, looking for mm. something that can rule the seas? The seas, yes. Something that Is can there... destroy the gods. This seems like a ship that we might want to commandeer. <laughs> ah, I'm also thinking that this might be a ship that's connected to uh, our, our, our lovely gigantic evil friend. Perhaps, or it's just another terrible thing in a. In or a it's just another terrible thing. Terrible things. <laughs> why not add another? Because why wouldn't we have an evil boat ship thing too, <laughs> with the evil god thing, and then also, you know, hopefully this boat doesn't steal our souls either. Because otherwise, when I die, I'll be split in two. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, do we know where she's being held now? Well, now I do, because I took my little spirit journey, right? Yeah, technically that's flavor, but yeah, I'll give it to you. You know where <laughs> roughly-ish the... the right. it's, it's in yeah, the mountains it, it somewhere. Fast. It's basically just well. west. Yeah. Um, then it's not I, in the village. I know that much. No. Not in the village. Do we need to know, should we ask Abby when would be a good time for us to break in? Well, at least to make landfall. Like when, yeah. Yeah, just in general, how we make our approach. Ask her that. She'll have been watching them set up everything for a while, so she probably knows. Ask her when and where we should come, and then, like... Mm -hmm. And then how 
I don't know. When and where we should come, then, What, yeah. what we can expect. And if there's anything yes. else we should know before tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so... Maybe when and where should we arrive? Howdy. Thanks for the info. <laughs> Have approximate knowledge of your location. <laughs> <laughs> what route should we take? And when would be the best time? Perfect. Okay. okay. You hear back. There is no other route besides directly from the west. We are in a an alcove. Hmm. Delightful. Other than that, literally, any time, tell me when you're here. Okay. Cool. Um, Kieran, when you were seeing Abby, were there any items or clothing that you'd be able to recognize if you wanted to do locate objects? Could you possibly recollect anything on her person that would be able to pinpoint her location more accurately? I mean, I feel like once we get to the island, we head west towards the mountains. If there's Sounds only like it's one not hard to miss. Yeah. And say if there's only one route, there's only one route, so we won't miss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. You might want to ask the captain if he's familiar with this alcove. I'm. Ass- well, he he just said he's never been here. Yeah. 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 Well, and also he spent most of his time just in the town party. Yeah. So. No, it no, it's gonna be in the mountains. It's also, a mountain alcove. Oh. He's been Nooks to this crannies. Before. Perhaps we should call it that instead of alcoves. A nooks and crannies. <laughs> if he's been to this town before, perhaps us landing in town won't be very noteworthy, and we can go from there. Unless this rustbeard guy well, happens to be in the town. Well, if the pirates have taken over the town, then they'll know. Well, if he's in the town, but then he I doesn't. Don't- we just have to hide when. Yeah, when do you want me to like? He I doesn't know I, us. You said that they have eyes on when. It's very possible that Ooh. we're being viewed right now. I, wouldn't we be able to feel it? Uh, make an arcana uh. check. Uh, oh fuck! Thirteen. Twenty-five. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, you would at there least be able yeah, to yeah. feel a. Uh, Something if you were paying attention to it. The problem is that you have no idea what to feel for until you've felt it before and if you're paying attention to it. Are there any birds above the ship? I don't think we want to risk Ernesto's ship by having him just pull into this town if we don't know what the state of it's going to be. So we should look from far away, try and figure it out, and unless we are absolutely positive that there is no one in this town or that is of a danger then I think Ernesto should stay out here. I, I mean, I think everyone in this town is of a danger. I think we it's should. pirate. Knowing how they do business, it would not be good for Ernesto and his his crew to... Yeah, we should just we should have them in. come out as far as they feel comfortable, close as they feel comfortable, and then we'll just rowboat in. Are there any boats above the ship? Make Maybe. a perception check. 
Uh, 20. Dirty. Uh, yeah. There's a passing seagull. What were you hoping for? I'm confused about hoping for. What's your idea? Do you look through bird the, eyes? The if, spell? If <laughs> the term that we have eyes on him makes me think that there is either someone on board or there is an arcane or a druidic individual that is familiar with you, Wind, and is looking on you. Is it the owl? It's not the owl. I'm I kidding. shoot a firebolt at that bird. Oh my god. Make an attack roll. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, that's a 16. You hit it. <laughs> oh, fuck. False. Nah. <laughs> uh, what did that bird have Well, I guess we have dinner now. Jeez. No, Wait, I fell in the ocean. Do you want this anti-scrying necklace? Oh, for right now? Yeah. Um, it's a tunable item. You have to take yeah. something off. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take off that werewolf. Okay. Part. Stop I'm gonna let Wynn borrow this amulet of proof against detection and location. Okay, so you take Sweet. some time to attune to that. Uh, Wynn, let me know if you can't find it. I'll give you the name again. Hang on. Amulet. Of proof against just type in amulet of proof and you'll find it. There. And then just make sure you amulet. attune it. I mean, they already know we're coming, but at least now we might have more surprise. They might after. not know exactly where... We land yeah, they won't be able to look in land. on you anymore. Sweet. Now the I'm sort of torn now between wanting to get absolutely hammered or continue to practice. Porque no los dos. Yes, drunk, what? drunk sword swinging. That could that. I've I've done it before. Um, sword. It's not the worst. <laughs> Yeah, are you doing anything else today? As a group. Um, when this actually might be a good opportunity for you to become more familiar with Carolan? Kelran. Kelran. Inside Kel-ran. your sword. Actually, you might do best to call Darkheart Kelran than Darkheart. This is your time to get familiar with this individual. Okay. Alright, we'll talk. Cool. Anybody else doing anything today? Um, Shara's doing a lot of meditating. Cool. Yeah, she's trying to see if she can do the Ray thing. Reach out with with her mind. She's doing the Ray thing, okay? She's trying to reach out with her mind. Okay, Luke Skywalker hits you. Be with me. With a piece of of grass. (laughs) And I'll work on the he's ship. He's gonna go up in the crow's nest and no one's gonna notice that. Okay. Go on the ship and work. Um, and it is two days. You finish an arrow. Char, you have a single arrow. You can add it as a fire arrow. It deals an extra 2d6 damage if you hit somebody with it. Hell yes. Fire damage, specifically. Yes. I'm gonna have my montage. <laughs> with Ernesto? Yeah. Okay, roll a charisma check. Oh no. And he will as well. This is gonna be the time. It's not great. It's 13. Uh, 10. That's way better than last time. <laughs> I think the highest I've hit is five. No, I think he rolled a 20 and then he rolled a one. Yeah, that, that did happen. <laughs> Where is he? 
my beautiful man. And I think you guys swapped places on the next one where you rolled a one and he rolled well. Uh, he <laughs> rolled, meant to be together. He rolled a 16. So oh, you there had, we go. Oh my god. You oh, had a much more oh, sort of okay. you, you understand each other type thing. And you, you were getting there before in just a more awkward way. But now you're much more comfortable with each other. And there is a small montage of Kieran and Ernesto having a good time. And That's sort of love, like baby. Holding each other down in the when you're all drinking in the oh. galley, uh, being with each other yes. in bed, so and great. sort of working together and flirting on, on uh, during the day. It is the evening, nice. or it's should we move on to the next day? Um, yeah, I'll I'll talk with Darkheart. Ooh. See see what we're uh. <laughs> how, how, how um, <laughs> this is I I think like. Just yeah, just as I'm as I'm alone, getting getting ready to go to bed or whatever. Just like this is what I was waiting for. This opportunity. Killing that man, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a long well, time. Well, provided you don't miss, I will be very pleased to help you. Don't intend. I to. wouldn't recommend missing, especially with that contract on your head. All right. <laughs> But, uh, how's it going? <laughs> um, well, dealing with, with, the with the man who taught me to fight and treated me like shit for most of Sounds my life. Sounds like we should cut him up. It's been great. It's been great. Mm. I think we'll, we'll make an example out of him. Yes. Or... Justice is coming to him. Yes. Like he always taught us, an eye for an eye. It's a yes. It's a standard phrase we have it, where I'm from too. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're from Melbourne. No, I am from hell though. Mm. I am what is known as a horned devil. Hmm. Or I was. My essence now resides in this blade, of course. Don't know what happened to my body. What happened to get you... Many, many bad contracts. Which I didn't follow through on. And then... Glacia being the prison lord, and often one of the main contract people, decreed that... I should be used for some other purpose. That's rough. Yes, it is rough. But I make do by killing things that need killing. In effective ways. Provided my wielder doesn't miss. I won't miss. Good. You already know what happens when you... But why? (laughs) Bad things. Alright. That conversation happens. (laughs) Y'all make it to the next day. Alright. Ooh, I should look at my spell list while we're... So pumped. So ready. I should look at my spell list. It is the next day. 
the day, as far as sailing, <laughs> goes by smoothly. Oh, fuck. Hold on. There we go. I'll be back. I switched around glasses <laughs> as well. Oh. Uh, I, f I had forgotten about him. He's <gasps> fine. He's still at the crew. I forgot about him too. How can I forget about him? I mean, everything. <laughs> Alright. Introduce me to component. I don't know what it is, but D&D Beyond like, won't let me change my spells recently. Yeah, you're going to have to lean way forward. Can you do it in the edit function instead of just on your character sheet? Yeah, I don't know how to do it from my character sheet. Oh. You can do it from your character sheet. Yeah, every time I try to learn it, it... So... It should be prepare, not learn. These are your spell slots. If it says learn, then you're only you looking at cantrips. You can only use this many slots Well, I was trying to day. switch. Per I was day. just looking at it. Per day. At that you can't moment, switch cantrips. Has this resets? Yes. Oh, that's... Maybe that's... And then, if you want to, like, officially yeah, you're reset not supposed everything to switch because you can... the other one? Yeah, you're on. You're preparing all the cleric spells. You know, yeah. cantrips are ones that you, you know inherently, and you oh, only know those ones until you learn more cantrips. So if you've been switching can cantrips, stop doing that. <laughs> not often, but yeah, we'll... It's not a huge deal with cantrips, but still. All right. So the day goes smoothly, uh, this final day. Does anybody want to do anything during the day, the main part of the day, before you see the island in the distance? Not really. Just gonna be watching the horizon very intensely. Okay, make a perception check. Elakian is also up there with the spyglass. I guess Nala hasn't also... Or, oh, sorry, I'll wait. I lost. Wait. Okay, that was... That was 21. a 21. Okay. As soon as you see the island come over the horizon, you hear a Lockean yell, Land ho! Our midship isle is in the distance, and you also see it. And as it grows over the side of the horizon, as you get closer, you stay away from it because of what you talked to Ernesto about before. And you sort of go parallelish. Cat, shut up. Um, <laughs> are you guys okay, Queen Elsa and Sean? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's just you seem to be messing with something or whatever. I was just making sure. I have fruit snacks. Okay. That's what I'm like. <laughs> I have. <laughs> All right. So you see it on the horizon. Ernesto sort of comes up to you guys and tells Alakian to take the wheel and tells you. Well, what's the plan? Do we see another vessel out on the water, or it's just... Any others? Uh, yeah, you all, as you get closer, see this massive ship. It's like the size of two buildings, and docked at the, the docks. It makes it sort of look comically small. It makes the docks look comically small. Do we see the man bust mm. on the boat? Yeah, I mean, that's big. It's like the size of a statue. So Are it's we there. able to do a history check on that? Not from this distance. Oh, okay. You can see it as a sort of mm -hmm. man bust as the front part but of the no, ship. But none of us recognize this kind of in a boat or have seen anything like it? As far as the boat goes, you can make history checks. 
Nope, I know 22. nothing. That's a 13. 11. 22 for me. Ooh. See, this is why Nala reads. 16. I got an 18. None of you know who this man is. Oh. Cool. Um, I would leave the decision to you, Captain. How would you proceed? Look, I think it's suspicious uh, mooring a while away and then sending in a group to this sort of port. I think it may be best to keep up appearances, but it's up to you guys. If you feel comfortable with that, Hmm. then yeah, we just don't want to... We don't want to put you in harm's way any more than we already have. Hey, I survived the Arcala attack. I've survived many things. My crew is ready now. We've been training. We've got cannons. We'll be fine. Well, remember the code. If we fall behind, you dip out. Well, those are more like guidelines, if anything. (laughs) 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 She knows, like, a paraphrased version of it. (laughs) 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 <laughs> a pamphlet. <laughs> they're, they're guidelines, Shaw. Take it from an ex-pirate. They're guidelines. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so Ernesto tells everybody to sort of get ready and just be on guard, and you head into Bayminster. Do we want um, to disguise Win? Yeah, do you I want me to put any makeup on you? We should, yeah. I'm going to go down to the guns. Can, sure. Can sure. we do disguise self on Win? Oh, no, it's a self thing. Uh, no, but I mean, I, I have just like makeup kits and stuff like that, so it wouldn't wear mm-hmm. off after a certain period of time. Just, yeah. Okay, um, what should we is, make one look like? I mean, if there's, uh, I'm assuming one of the most discernible things about Win is the eye, correct? And the beard. And the beard. And the beard. Ooh, Ooh can we shave you? And the body shape. Let's no, Win, this is for your sister. Win, this is for your sister, Win. Oh my god. Would, would, is there a Win. picture of Bray Wyatt? Beard, no Bray Wyatt doesn't have a beard, beard nowadays, so actually... Uh, no, no. He's, it's very, like, trimmed close yeah. nowadays. Oh, so it's all stubbled now. No, it looks Bray Wyatt is. Oh, okay. Not me. Because he has to wear that fiend mask. Mm-hmm. I don't know That's how he does. would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling and being and all And he wears, like, jeans thing. and other okay. pants like well, that, too, so he's not comfortable. Yeah, the yeah. last time Russ Beard saw you? Did you have a beard when he left? I did yeah. not. Okay, oh, fine, fine. But, but you say. said... We also said he's been spying on you, though. Does that mean... That may mean he may have seen you recently. So if we change your appearance from the, when we gave you the scrying necklace... Hmm? I mean, I'll I'll tie up my hair. I'll you put shit in my beard. I don't care. I'll put on an eye patch. I definitely think an eye patch would probably be at least at least a little helpful. That will help you more blend in than have like you know the the stone thingy that you got going. Ernesto on. says, oh, "We've got we've got a bunch. Common injury." <laughs> sure. Yeah. So we slap an eye patch on Win. All right. Okay. Is that the only disguising you're doing of Win? No. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tie up my hair. Can you tie up your hair? Is oh that my God. What else can we do makeup-wise if Wynn won't let us shave him? 
Um, I mean, we can add some skin. Lilia has like we are not going to darken wind skin. What we are going to do? Change his nose. Yeah, like a big nose. I change his nose. Are you wearing a false nose? No. Exactly. Okay. So I change false nose, and then I also I add like a little bit more scarring on like like by the eye patch. Some dreadlocks. Like. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, but I put, I do like a double bit of scarring by the eye patch, so it looks like it came from injury rather than whatever was the fuck injury, it actually but came yeah. from. Okay. <laughs> Different type of injury. How did you? From magic. Sounds like it was this guy. I told you. I told you. It was this cursed item. Um. It was a long time ago. How, okay. At this point, how different was, does Wynn look? I was fifteen. Uh, it depends, Lilia. Make a. Uh, Proficiency and dexterity check. A proficiency. So just a just just a dex check or no nope, proficiency I, and dex because you're using a disguise kit that you are proficient with. So you're using your dexterity to use the item and your proficiency to use the item. So you add both those together and add that to a d20 roll. Okay. So uh, I the problem is I don't know. Oh my! There we go. Okay. It's half your level rounded up. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Um, that would be an 18. An 18, okay. You do a pretty good job. You haven't had much chance to use this uh, thing, except when you were trying to get out of Arcala and didn't do great. Um, but you put on sort of a larger false nose. Wynn has sort of a bulbous nose now with some like latex-type material, and the scar looks really good. And Wynn looks like a gruff... We- motherfucker. No. Can we put more like gray in his beard? <laughs> sure, yeah. you can. So it you looks can older, just that. like it a lot older. older. Sure. Okay. Can I also like just like I? Well, never mind. No tattoos. I I wouldn't know what to put as a tattoo Reverse that like, just might for men. be uh, a signal of something. <laughs> okay. Face tattoo. So you you do that. Wind looks pretty suitably. Not like himself. You don't know how well it would hold up against inspection, um, but from a distance, he looks like someone different. Um, and you get closer to um, this this place, this this Bayminster, and you start seeing there's some burn scars and whatnot. Um, but people seem to be going about their daily lives, as far as you can see from the ship, as you get closer and closer. You are waved in by a dock worker, and Ernesto uh, guides the ship uh, into the actual port. You tie up, and this dock worker, who looks like a little bit of a... He doesn't look like a kind individual, let me just put it that way. This is a... He's got like... He also has, like, face scars. He is actually missing a leg in a weirdly classic way. Um, He doesn't look dressed in any sort of official uniform. Um, He's wearing sort of a hat that's jauntily off to the side. Um, And he's got this this bushy uh, black beard. He comes up to to the, the ship on the dock and yells up to Ernesto. Welcome to Bayminster. What's your business? And uh, Ernesto says, We're just uh, resupplying for a couple of days and uh, gonna have some rum. And the dock worker says, All right. There's a toll to dock here now, though. 
100 gold for a day. Wow. And Ernesto's like, excuse me, 100 gold? That's a bonkers amount of money. Well, take it or leave it, says the dark worker, because either you pay it or you're not dark in here. Ernesto doesn't break character and says, all right, I've got a resupply, so it is what it is, I suppose, and and uh, takes from his pouch as, as he walks down a gangplank as the ship gets tied up and whatnot. Um, pays 200 gold for two days. Okay. I could I could pay him back for that. Just as he's coming back, I'll, I'll slip him. Okay, and he's like, ah, thank you. Love doing these adventures with you guys. It's always, always, ex- <laughs> always expensive and fun <laughs> and happy <laughs> and pain. And free. Ernesto comes up to you guys and or like gathers the crew and says, "All right, everybody, uh, keep your heads down here. Try to stay on the ship if you can. Always keep a uh, amount of people here ready to leave or ready to fight." An amount. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else, be careful in town. Make sure to keep up appearances and buy some. Buy some shit and buy some rum. It is good anyway, so. Yeah, All do right. we want to take those, like, uh. They weren't, like, panels, but what what did we use to bring stuff back to the boat last time? Like, a cart. Uh, like a cart or something? No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. I thought we had, like, you said we had, like, panels or something that we, like, pushed and, like, like Might stuff have been onto something the boat. like a wheelbarrow. I, Are I you? Don't know. I believe you had a cart yeah. before, and, okay. and you, had, you had ways of yeah. lifting things up and whatnot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like your original horses. Ernest is like, yeah. I mean, we'll bring him if we need him. I'm thinking not actually shopping for much. Okay. Uh, there is a ship repair place here, and he points over, and there's like a big dockyard mm-hmm. um, where people are working on ships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you all like eye this massive ship because you like ignored it as you were playing the character of coming into port and just being sort of normal dudes. And then you see this ship up close. Yeah. And it's on the other end of the dock from you, the other end, of the other end of the harbor, and it's this. You don't even know how it's sailing, basically. Because it's how so big. big it is. Um, not that that's how ships work and yeah, cruise yeah. ships work, but you don't know that much about ships, and it's just basically a building that is wow. on the ocean. And now you see the man up front. Uh, or the bust of the man. And you can make another very challenging history check now that you're up close. If is you there want. a name on the ship? Uh, there is, which I have forgotten. Give me one second. Ah, it's called The Burning Moon. Okay, can I roll a history check on The Burning Moon? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Uh, 17. I rolled a 7. Yeah, I'm not even... Nothing's springing to mind about Nine this particular ship. Nine. Nope. So you're in town, um, and you step off the ship, I'm assuming, and head into the town of Bayminster. It is a... in If it weren't... If it didn't have, like, the, the damage that it has, it would be a... What you would call of a jewel of a city. It's so, like tropical weirdly and peaceful you you do notice that the tropical temperatures here don't make sense given how it's close to arcala yeah um and and whatnot but for some reason there's some mystical energy around this place that you feel tortuga vibes 
Yeah, kind of. Um, but it just sort of is constantly that nice. It's way warmer than it was as soon as you got close. Like within within 200 feet of the island, suddenly it was like it jumped 30 degrees. Mm. Um, you do notice out in the in the distance. You see um, through the town. You can see that there are just fields, um, which you assume are the sugarcane fields. You look around. There is like a couple sort of general type stores. There's there's a couple rum distilleries on either end of the town. Um, with just Bayminster rum and and Jewel rum, are, are what they're called. So one's named after the town and one's just Jewel. Um, you see a shop called Jamie O'Lean's Fishery and Restaurant, which is a fishery and restaurant. There is the ship repair place, and everything else is sort of houses. There are also two inns. The Rainy Deck Tavern, which is on, um, or deeper into the town, and looks like a perfectly fine, serviceable tavern. And then there was the Shipbuilder's Pub back on the actual harbor. Um, and seems to be right next to the shipbuilder place, like ne- right next to the um, uh, ship repair section or building. Um, what would you like to do in the town? Was there anything we needed? or Yeah, do we have to do anything in the town? I mean, I guess we would mosey through shops, make face, but try and go yes, west. Try and make like, it recon? seem like we're just... Recon on what? What? Yeah, just you don't think they've noticed if, this if, giant ship here? If Rustbeard's crew is around, then, then uh, yeah, we need to keep our eyes out. Everybody make it's just a. Uh, hmm. Okay, are you schmoozing? No. Just, oh yes. Eh, okay. Really. Well, for keeping up appearances. <laughs> of being that doesn't mean we have to walk around. To well, I mean. If people are gonna give us stuff though, or like give us information we might. about what though? Well, people. Uh-huh. Just try to casually eavesdrop. Okay. I will we'll be. Ca- I will be using my like talk. passive, uh, like my lip reading skills. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, open everybody's thing. I don't want to talk about my passive skills. <laughs> I can't imagine they're great. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should just mosey in the general direction of where we're going, but leisurely. Okay. Um, you have good passive perception, Lola. That's nice. Oh, yeah. No, that's because of a feat I took. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. It's because of the observing yeah. feat. Okay. What's your passive perception? 20. 20. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Okay. Ooh, wow. Okay. Um... You notice around that people seem a little on edge. Unsurprisingly, there's also a large number of these sort of gruff-looking individuals like the dude who hustled Ernesto at the dock. Um, like, walking around in pairs or or, quad, or in f- groups of four, just glaring at people as they go and everybody seems to be moving from building to building rather quickly and keeping their head down. Um, the so it doesn't seem much like a party town anymore. No. Um, you pass by that tavern and you see inside a lot of these individuals. Um, they're from all walks of life and stuff, but they all look sort of rough. Um, and they're having a grand old time 
in the in the tavern, but that you notice the whoever's looking in actually let's just do a group insight check and we'll do successes and fails. Okay. Twenty-five. Ooh, that's not dirty twenty. Fifteen. Eighteen. Um that's a three. Okay. <laughs> you tap that high. <laughs> oh, he- I could, yeah, I could. I, I kind of think uh, I when when is too focused on the fact that he is facing down with his like oldest rival in a bit. Yeah, that he doesn't notice, but everybody else is keeping an eye out, and the tavern keeper, like the barkeep, is noticeably nervous. Yeah, as you pass by, mm. and he's serving these drinks to these people in his tavern, but he is like meekly sort of apologizing constantly and stuff you hear him say so i'm sorry sorry i'll fix that right away and things like that he's looking genuinely not like he's having a great time sorry she was sniffing the the microphone being a cat Um, and i'm assuming we're not like going in the bar or anything like that you head on past. I just, Me- I quietly send the barkeep some inspiration. Okay. <laughs> you sort of like, hum at him. Slip your hair. What do you do? Him. Yeah. Just like, you're doing a great <laughs> job, do honey. You're doing a great, oh great job, God. sweetie. You wink. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that because everybody else was talking. What, what, what did you, what do you do? To give him inspiration. Um, I just like, I just smile and wave and like send him a thumbs up. Uh, he he looks at you and nods and looks down and rushes back behind the bar. Huh. Cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, Emer. Yesterday. Normal. I was gonna have you line up, but not exactly. Right now, it's yesterday. <laughs> you see Coster, and you see. Um, Rustbeard talking. Please make a perception check. And Abby is actually going to join you in this one. Oh boy. It's not bad. Skills. Yep. Nope, perception. Oh, perception. Shit. Twenty-six. It's a natural twenty. Nice. So you hear very clearly as you sort of casually lean up against the bars and listen down. I can't seem to see them anymore, Captain. Nailed it. I'm not sure, but I think they're pretty close. We should make preparations. And the captain says, well, you know, I'm sure things are... Things are moving forward on this project of ours. We'll just have to be prepared. I'll send Clicker into town for the next couple of days. <laughs> then, then there's a time skip to today. And Emer, you see Clicker arrive back at the camp. And Clicker goes... They have arrived here. And gesture back to the camp. Oh. And Coster says, Was you sure it was Win? And Clicker says, Sure it was Win. 
And Abby hears this too. Looks at you. Well. No time like the near present. No, that doesn't work. (laughs) Just get ready. (laughs) 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 Fucking birds. No time like the near present. (laughs) (laughs) No time like maybe soon. (laughs) So you head through the town, trying to act not suspicious, and you head um, out of town west through these fields. I would say, yeah, as soon as we're out of town, Kieran, can you let them know we're here? By the way, the reason you didn't notice Kieran or Clicker at all is because he rolled a 33. On what? Yo, man. On, on stealth. stealth. Yo, this, this bird can teach Must you something, be nice. Char. <laughs> oh my God. The highest we're getting I could learned ever by a bird on stealth would be a 32. <laughs> yeah. Is the highest I could ever roll. So this bird's got you. Oh my God. Fuck. Awesome. Well, fuck you too, Clicker. <laughs> Bird. Do you have a plus 13? Is that a plus 13? Maybe. Or more. Yeah. Wow. He rolled an 20 again. Red. Anyway. Um, wow. Wynn told Kuren to let Abby know that you were there. What you guys doing as you walk west? Sarah? I will let you're muted. muted. Oh, you're muted. Yes, I love your reactions. Um, I guess I will send her a message. Okay, well, as you're walking. No, I feel like we should wait until we're closer. So we actually like see where we're going, and then kind of do like you a, see the mountains in the distance. Uh, in. Since since you come up with that and you and you say that out loud, Char, make a survival check, just to estimate how long it'll take you. Good idea. Good idea, sure. Fifteen. I mean, based on the mountains, it's hard to sort of judge, but you're not bad at this. You would say you'd have to at least camp once. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's let her know in the morning when we're like, today is the day, be ready. That kind of thing, maybe? Well, I mean, mean, if I'm going to sleep anywhere, I think maybe we should wait then until we make camp so we can tell her we're in the mountains, we've made camp, is there anything you need to add to our plan before we start making it? We'll be there tomorrow. Okay. Maybe? Okay. I mean, unless we want to contact her earlier, because if they do know that we're on our way, they may move her or something. Or... Yeah, it wouldn't be bad to at least let her know that we've made yeah, landfall. Yeah, why can't we just tell her we landed? Is yeah, that... we might want to let her know that we've made landfall and that we are on the island. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm missing something. I just don't want to keep calling her and calling her because every time she responds, there's a chance that they'll notice her talking. Oh, I suppose. I assume she's quiet. But she hasn't always responded to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely times when she can't. And I fully, uh, I mean, so far she seems like she's got a good head on her shoulders to not respond when she can't. She's very smart. Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. I, I think it wouldn't be bad to at least let her know that we're here. Okay. So I guess and then we can also just ask her now. Um, just tell her we'll call her later, But if there, unless there's anything 
I, I don't know. Well, because if we're going to call her now... She said she'd be ready. I don't necessarily... If we're going to tell her that we're here and that tomorrow's the day anyway, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to call her again in the morning because that uses a spell slot yeah. that I won't have. Well, then let's just call her today, then, and then we can just tell her... It's, it's yeah. better if we're traveling today that you burn this now yeah. than the day we're actually going to be entering Well, that's, that's what I was saying, is that I don't want to have to contact her twice. I just want to do it one time. So if anything changes between now and tonight... Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. I I'm say call her. Call her tonight. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm just hoping that we haven't been spotted or anything like that getting into town. Yeah, that did suck. Yeah, that really did. Blow chance. That's why, I, that's why I'm thinking almost we should contact we her sooner because if they move her, we may, she may not be able to answer us. Well, but right now, if they, at the, in the same vein, though, if they move her, we won't know that they moved her. Well, it's just a thought. Yeah. Let's let's keep going. Okay. You travel for eight hours. No one seems to molest you. You basically walk past. Glad we um, did not get molested. It is a standard English phrase, unfortunately. <laughs> um, unmolested, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you walk past miles and miles of sugarcane. Um, it is like driving through Indiana or Ohio. At least Indiana's um, got windmills. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just sugar cane. You see some workers who sort of nod to you, um, but look at you slightly suspiciously as you're a bunch of heavily armed people. And a dragonborn. Yeah. My grip my grip on, is on Darkheart the whole time we're walking. And he says, I feel it coming. Uh, no. Um, and <laughs> I hate it. Put it back. This guy. It's a fun spirit inside there. I'm really excited for you guys to eventually read the contract because of the specific word. Yeah, wait, what, can you send that to us? We have to get no, it. No, you first. have to get it. To get it. Have to go, oh, we have to go to hell to get get it. It. I thought you said you'd send it to us once we got all yeah. the signatures. No, too bad. We have to get no. it. No, you have to get it as characters, nope. and then I'll send it to you. Get it. Um, but you travel. And you find a sort of clearing-ish in between two plantations, basically. It seems to be thinning out of sugarcane by the time you're, you're ending. Because um, it's getting closer to the mountains and the elevation is slightly going up. And you find a place to make camp. Does any Do you want to do anything at camp? Mm. I mean, Sleep. now we could send Hide. Message, I guess. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Hide. I don't really know if we want a campfire tonight. It is warm on this island, yeah, but not super warm at night, but it's yeah. warmer. We'll just keep it down. Yeah, I might Hive just have nice one globe of dancing lights and try and keep low light. We should definitely take watches again. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll take first. Yes. Are you sending a message, Kieran? Yes. Okay. I'm going to send a message now. So I will send her a message and say, uh, howdy. We are on the island. Should be there tomorrow. Anything to add for planning? Do you know if we've been spotted? You here. Yes, you have. Damn it. 
<laughs> when you arrive, they will be ready. I will be unlocking my crew. They will deal with normal guys. Let's handle Rustbeard. And hey. So we've been spotted. When you can take that disguise off. <laughs> Thank God. You like rub it the off. Nose the nose was like, like starting to drip off. Like. <laughs> yeah. Because it's hot. It's super hot. rips the nose off. And I've done that prosthetic game at a hot convention before. Yeah. Man. It's not fun. No, it ain't. the nose into the forest when. There is no money. forest on this island. Oh. You can clean it and okay, reuse okay, well, it. I won't eat okay. the nose. I won't eat the nose. You give the nose calmly back to Lilia. <laughs> and I press to digitize it quite properly. Amazing. Clean. Cool. Who's taking um, watches? We'll need three watches. I'll take the first. I wouldn't mind someone will stay up with me, though. Uh, I mean, I can technically take two, then, I guess, if you want someone to stay up with you. Yeah, because you only sleep or meditate. Because I only need, like, half a night's sleep anyway. Okay, so if someone wants to go first, then Nal and I can do middle, and then I'll do end. I can go first. I never take watches. I bet. Okay, it is very dark on this island. Oh, oh that's why. Because I can't <laughs> see. Before we settle down. That's why Shaw is up. Before we settle uh, down. I can um, take a watch of some I just w- wanted to say briefly, just thank you all for helping me. I've been thinking about this day for a long time. Well, closure nope. is important. No nope. problem, bruh. <laughs> bruh, bruh. Yeah, I think we all understand the need for closure, so we we get it. Lilia just stares. Lilia still says nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, why are you mad? <laughs> why am I mad? <laughs> just kidding, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> all right. um, I don't have much of a moral <clears throat> compass, but I had to. <laughs> I didn't ignore it for you. Kieran. <laughs> yes. If you are the only one taking a watch this time. <laughs> when do you want to help Kieran? Because you can see in the dark. Sure, okay. sure. When, no, I'm uh, when... <laughs> Kieran, make a perception check with disadvantage. And when make one at just normal. We'll let Lilia sleep okay. all night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I got a 21, okay. but it's an 11. Um... <laughs> I got um, a twelve. Wow, we nailed it. Okay. Wow. You you on edge. Stay up at night here. Look around. Checking back on your your friends who are sleeping. Don't seem to see anything. It seems to be a peaceful night. Who's taking the second watch? Seems. I'm into seems. it. Yeah, I'm into our peaceful night. And then I'll do the third one on my own. Okay. Um, Nala, you don't have dark vision, right? Yeah, I don't. So you at disadvantage, Shar at normal. You said perception? Yeah. 27. Four. <laughs> 27, okay. You see everything. You look around. You're sitting there for the next, you know, three hours, four hours. You see a movement in the distance. A dark shape moves. 
um, it seemed to have a sort of, uh, it's a, a smooth, uh, basically through a little bit of moonlight, you saw a passing figure. Did it look like a person or an animal? Make an insight check. <laughs> Get that. Get like that. Bad. 19. Looked humanoid-ish, but weird. You've never seen what you just saw. What are you looking at, Shaw? What do you see? No, he disappeared. I don't know. I don't know what I saw. Looked like a person, though. Where was it? Over there. Dancing light one in that direction. Okay. You cast dancing lights and send it in that direction. Um, And as the ball of magic heads that way, and you sort of step up and just cautiously move forward so you get it all in the range... Fireball's in other hand. In the other hand. There's literally nothing there. <laughs> From what you can see. Bring it back. Okay. Hold the firebolt for the rest of our watch. The rest of the night, or the rest of that watch goes smoothly. Shar, as Nala goes to bed. For this weird split up in two night of hers. <laughs> um, I'm a napper. <laughs> you, um, please make a perception check. Natural 20! Oh 32. my god, plus 9, so 29. Sweet. 29. Wow. This time, you swear yeah, you see really. a similar shape again. Um, and then you can barely make out sort of footsteps away from you. Oh god, do I go after it? Um It I hear it like going away from me. Yeah, you heard it it like accidentally apparently stepped on something, so you heard it and then you saw this figure. Okay. And then and then it took off. Alright, I'm gonna kick uh, Nala so she waits up and be like uh, Wake up, <laughs> stay here, and then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna grab my bow and I'm gonna run after it. Dancing okay. lights around the group. Yeah. You run after it? Yeah. Being sneaky about it. Being sneaky made Before she leaves, I was like, I'll give you a minute, then I'll wake everybody up. Uh, 19 again. Okay. Not super great, but 19. Um, you end up making it a, a decent distance. Um... Uh, make another perception check. Uh, 13 this time. Okay. You look down at the ground as well, because you're like sort of a tracker, and you're yeah. trying to find. And you see these... You could swear they look like large bird footprints. Oh, great. Um, but you look around after a while, like this footprints just stop. Yeah. And you look around... And you're alone in the sudden mountains around you. Yeah. On this, like, path. And you don't see anything. I look up, like, in the sky, like Nala did earlier. <laughs> you see you see stars. You see a moon that's casting some light. Yeah. But not much. But you yeah. feel this feeling like something is watching you. After a minute of not hearing or seeing Shar, I would wake up the group. 
What? What's uh, going on? Something is out there. Shaw has gone out to track something, and it's been a minute. So you all wake up. Oh God. <laughs> um, um. And Nala tells you that. Okay. I mean, very cautiously, kind of like with my bow ready. I'm just gonna t- turn and kind of go back in the direction I came, but being very aware. Okay. What's happening? Make a, as soon as the moment I'm awake, make, dark hearted uh, is Make out one more perception lit. check, Char, as you sort of perception-y walk away. Nine or six, it's a six. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, you don't see or hear anything behind you as you make your way back to the group. Okay. The group is like all up and wind's like, gonna kill. Um, and Wind, calm down. Nala, I just um, said... Be ready. And Char appears in the distance. You all see her as she comes up and says, all right. I don't know, but I think it may have been a bird. It's a bird. Like a big bird. Not like a a seagull. Like a bird bird. Big bird. So we're being watched. That's a big Big bird. Did he have snow? No, I didn't see him. I think... think (laughs) I think we were being watched. You caught a glimpse of a bird-like face as he ran away. It looked like a giant bird. I don't know what to tell you. Am I familiar with this type of... Yeah, do any of us have any knowledge of giant birds? Uh, Like humanoid bird Like a humanoid bird, yeah. Uh, Make a history check. Let's go with history. Don't fuck me up. Natural Uh, 20 again! 14. Again? 16. Damn, and hit plus history, so that's a 27. 11. Okay. 22. Okay, so Nala and Char, you have heard tales of a type of humanoid being cursed as a species to not be able to speak but can mimic very well, mm-hmm. known as the Kenku. And they are big raven people. I think that might have been a kinkoo that's out there. I think so, too. We say now experts. (laughs) (laughs) Do they often work with pirates? Win, do you know if they often work with pirates? Oh, we would know. Have you ever seen one before? Kenku do, in in this world, Kenku do variety of things and are in a variety of places. When you don't know of any? Not off the top of my head. Well, I think that's who was watching us, so I think it's safe to assume, like Abby said, they know we're here. Well, we fought dragons before. Bird can't be much more difficult. This is a sneaky bird. You better knock on some wood. I mean, just tap on my head. On the trees. I can't just say I things like Nala's that. <laughs> can't just say these things here. Um, okay. Um, I'm sorry for waking everybody. I, I got a little concerned for Char. I can handle oh, myself, okay. Nala. Thanks. Certainly. Your, your I need my beauty sleep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> glare. I'm going to go back right. to bed. Everybody go back to bed. I'll wait. <laughs> I'm going to sleep Morning for the other same. two hours I have. Yeah. Okay. So you all you all find yourself back to sleep. Shar, you're still up but and looking around. Making more arrows, half of which Making I probably arrows. leave because I make too many. Yep, you just leave them around. It's your calling card. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you wake up the next day. It's a humid day. Um, it also begins to rain. 
I put the hood up on my cloak. I don't actually have to press the digitize. Yeah, we're all hooding it up. I have a cloak now. Thank the stars. And it starts to rain a, quite a bit. Oh, well, fine. But you make your way further into the mountains. Emer, you are told by Abby about the previous message, so you are knowing that it's happening today, and Abby's like, I'm going to try and unlock the cages so that we can get our, our people out. I'm hoping it will be obvious when Wynn arrives. But we're breaking out of this place. Yes. We're breaking out of this place. We're letting all of our friends go. They will handle all the normal people. We gotta handle Rustbeard, Madeline, Costa, Clicker, and um, Kendall. Mm. Alright. Oh, and Leia. And I hope that if we are able to get our people out, and we can do that. Maybe. Yeah, I've, I've missed my chance. I should have gone out last night and unlocked the damn cages, but what are you going to do? Anyway. Uh, if, if we want, um, we could... Uh, how many... Are, are there any people in the camp right now? They have called back a decent number of people at this okay. point. Okay, so unlocking and the And the whole main crew, yeah. Okay, so unlocking the cages would not be a smart attempt right now. No. During the day, though, you do hear Rustbeard go, Ha ha! I found it. Uh-oh. Great. Um, and he comes Excellent. out. He did all the <laughs> And comes up, he actually walks, climbs up the ladder to Abby and says, Abby! Turns out your brother's on his way. And Abby's like, What? (laughs) I am shocked. I am (laughs) My brother? (laughs) No. Mine? It's and and she continues There's no way that you could have possibly realized that he would come after me so that we could kill you. And Rustbeard says, Oh, I'm aware. Why do you think I kept you around? You see, you're to be made an example of right in front of your brother. Soon as I know that he's within range, I'm murdering you directly in front of him. And she's like, Sure. Um, And then whispers to Emer, Take the lock. <laughs> and hands you that as well. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. I will say for story points, you have worked enough on a pirate ship mm-hmm. that you know how to work a lockpick. Yeah. You you also it's, you'll be fine. Yeah, I think. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be so good. fine. So fine. And if not, I have my axe with me. <laughs> it's true. That's what really matters. <laughs> um, and there are keys. Like the guards, some of the guards have keys and stuff. Okay. Do we know which one? Which of the guards have keys? It's the ones on the cat, catwalk. So there's two up there That's at any given time. Madeline is also currently on the catwalk. 
this one and this one. All right. Bone era. You make your way across the land towards the mountains as the as the um, the, the height of the ground would uh, elevation. That's the word I was looking for. Um, continues sort of slightly rising until it hits this. You head through a sort of valley path that Char was in last night, and then it opens up into more fields, and you now now see the glory of the mountains. And as you continue throughout the day, it takes you a few hours. But in the distance, you do see this camp nestled in sort of a U-shaped section of mountain. You see two watchtowers. Actually, you see three watchtowers um, with some people on them. You see a bunch of tents. You see some fires and some huddled around people. And you do see this sort of catwalk. Even from a distance, you see this catwalk with... Um, three cages on it. I'm saying you are sort of below a hill and sort of peeking over. So currently you are safe and not noticed. How do you proceed? Stealthfully. <laughs> yes. We don't have the stone this time. But um, we got me. Oh, wait, I'm muted. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, and like we can we can't really see how many people are in the camp at this time make a perception check please don't suck please don't suck hey 16 16 from this distance you can see the three people in the watchtowers and you can't make out the actual numbers of the people though so should we be like taking out some of these people first or what what's our plan here I can get rid of the watchtower I'm pretty sure as soon as we kill one person, what, everybody's going to freak out. Is I everything feel like, made of stone, or is there any wooden structures? Like uh, The watchtowers seem to be wooden. The only things that are metal would be the cages and the catwalk. I, and the tents are also just tents. I feel like the more that we can sneak around and avoid a confrontation first, the better that will be... Um... Mm. They are aware that we're here. They're aware so. that we're on our way. They don't yeah, know that they we're, don't know that we're here, here. here. But not, but Lily is right. The more people we can kill quietly first are the less that we're going to have attacking us at once, right? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not, even, not even that we need to kill all of them first, but the, the more that we can like sneak around at least try to find where Abby is. Yeah. If we're trying to kill people quietly, then we all might not have to go together as a group. Because I am a distance speller, so Same. going forward quietly would probably not be ideal. I would probably recommend Shaw and anyone else that feels exceptionally quiet and powerful to go forward to possibly win. I don't know. But I am not quiet, and I think if they're aware of us, we might not have many chances to even attempt a quiet approach. When I go in, I won't stop. So whatever you're going to do, do it now. Well, Abby said she'd let everybody out of the cages when we show up. Then maybe we should just balls to the wall, go for it. Let them know <laughs> we've shown up. Should we let, let her know that we're here? Well, what if the three of us do like a coordinated attack? So like Nala does the two watchtowers and like I shoot the guys on the thing How many at the same time there? too. Three, three watchtowers. Three. I said it wrong first. You can shoot three at a time, right? Three no. Watch no. One fireball. Oh. 
And six seconds later, one more. Well, we I can help take out one of the towers then. I don't know. Do we see like a bell or anything that they'd ring if like they were being attacked, or will just people just start yelling? Make a perception check. Ah, fuck. Roll another one. I don't have another one. Keep it. This one fell too anyway. Natural 20, look at that. I'm not even Jesus. fucking lying. It's like so many. I'm today. serious, that was like six Amazing. this game. I don't know what happened. Okay. Um, you do not see a bell. Okay, I was you just You now are able to see uh, the more of the layout of the tent or of the camp. Uh-huh. Because you had a little better, your elf eyes saw things. Elf um, And uh, there's the big tent in the center. There's the three watchtowers, which are sort of on the perimeter. There's a big hole in the mountain that you can see now, and you see a bunch of people coming in and out. Okay. Um, and you now see, as this is happening, you see them dragging. There's a, like 10, 15 people dragging this big, huge cannon out of the mountain. Great. They are dragging a giant cannon out of the mountain. That's a normal thing to do. Hmm. Oh. Do you want to send a message to Abby and be like, now? And then we all run in? How far away are we from what would possibly be... You are currently 600 feet, I'd say. Because if we can coordinate with Abby at the same time, they'd be like, ah, the prisoners are escaping, and then we'd attack from the rear, right? Or we attack, and then she uses that opportunity to let her go. Yeah, but we should give her a heads up, is what I was saying. See Sean's face like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully we can get the prisoners out. <laughs> I think we should give her a heads up. Sure, so. Yeah. All right. If, if you're that's, okay with using us, they're six the, six hundred feet away from us. Yes. Yeah. Too yeah, far I, for message is the idea. Yeah, Unless I don't know, guys. I'm. That What's message's range? Right. Yeah. Message's range is only 120 feet. Oh, I thought it was 300. Okay. No. Mm. Get it's a shitty um, Well, she knows we're coming. She knows we'll probably. Well, then maybe we should just go for it. I don't know. Say it's up to you guys if you want me to use that, but that's a third level spell. Are we trying to cause as much damage outright from the start? I mean, if we can cause a bunch of chaos, that might. I can't tell. I don't know if that would be better or worse for us. Because if everyone's running around like crazy. Well, first we have to go forward. We're too far away for us to do anything. 600 feet, I can't throw a fireball that far. Okay. Yeah, I think the decision comes down to you, stealth or... Yeah, I mean, I guess we can go forward. You're have muted, things. Sarah. Comes down to stealth or just punching in. Yeah. I feel like we should try to make, like, hold, hold attacks and try to main stealth as far as we can. And then when okay. we have to attack, we attack. You know? Like, see how, it, like, you know, because who knows, we might be able to just sneak in like we did with the werewolf camp, and it all goes hunky-dory. Yeah. yeah. We got very lucky, and we had a yeah. stone Emer, at that time. you hear this bird-type creature, Clicker. He's looking on one of the, on one of the, uh, on one of the watchtowers, mm-hmm. and just goes, They're here! And oh. and gets down well, from the thing, um, and <laughs> and out of out of this uh, out of the main tent, you hear, "All right, guys, this is it. 
keep a fucking eye out. And Abby's like, go, 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 and pushes through. You all see this action suddenly occur as, as, um, as a bunch of prisoners from the middle cage come pouring out. Emer, you're like up there with a lockpick, like, <laughs> um, and but the rest of the prisoners sort of come out, and two of them punch out the guards. Shit. Madeline had had gone down to the to the bottom, and some of them go over to to the other cages and try to open them up. Others go down, like leap off the top and do oh a God. roll, and they start fighting all the normal like other pirates. That is occurring. Well, there goes okay. that. That answers um, that question. Let's go. As soon as I see that, I'm, I'm running down range with my bow. So 600 I'm gonna. Six hundred feet. We're too far. No, six hundred. Oh. I can hit it. Yeah. So oh, I so I can shoot one of the. Six disadvantage. Six hundred feet. Okay. Yeah. Make an attack roll with disadvantage as you as you sort of rush slightly forward and and zoom. What's everyone else doing while this is happening? No, as soon as soon as I see that something's happening, Darkheart is out. Okay, I'm you all just down. charge forward. Yeah, I'm gonna follow Wynn. I gotta I'll keep this guy alive. And when I'm at 120 <laughs> feet, I'll throw a fireball at the closest watchtower. Okay, that's um, the one in the middle. I'm gonna go with Char. Shot the one on the right to you. Oh, what'd okay. you get, Char? Thirteen. Thirteen misses. So you yeah, fire this arrow from way far away. It just embeds itself, like in one of the tents, as as more of these sort of okay. people come out. Then I'm running um, up with Nala. Okay, you're all running up. Emer, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to unlock the cage on my left. Uh, you you go and unlock it. Dexterity and proficiency. Um, one sec. D and D Beyond is being just stupid. Beep. So a dexterity check or a saving throw. <laughs> Uh, no, neither. It's it's oh. a dexterity and proficiency because you're using thieves' tools. That's okay. the idea. So dexterity. So you're gonna do. Oh fuck. So press that, and then. Uh, oh god. And then you're gonna add your proficiency. So it's gonna end up being a twelve. 12. Okay. These are not tough locks, luckily, uh, because they were put up in like haste yeah. uh, by all the people. Um, so you. And it and it opens up and you it swings out and all the rest of that the people in that um, cage come pouring out and they start fighting more they leap off the top of the catwalk they they start like punching and beating up all the all the other pirates who do have weapons a few of your crew do get like wounded others rush over to the to the shed and like whip it open and start passing out their own weapons and getting geared up and stuff as they fight the normal dudes you doing anything else as the rest of the bone area you now see in the distance is coming up to uh, the camp. Uh, should I run to the last remaining cage and try to open that up as well? Seems like a good plan. Yeah. So you head over that You head I over have... that way. Nala, you are within yeah. the, the distance and you launch this fireball. It explodes and just immolates the entire... Um, uh, the entire uh, uh, watchtower as the person on it just screams as they get completely just engulfed in flame. Um, and you... Spell. Um, Does it matter? I don't know. I'm just telling Cameron I, that was the third level spell slot that I had used on that. Uh, yeah, so that just immolates this entire uh, watchtower um, as you run up close. Um, and out of the... as Emer, make make your other roll for the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 11. 11. Um, Dude, start so you're still it. stuck there for now, <laughs> oh, um, trying to unlock it. The people are like, come on, come on, come on, Emer. Um, and as you guys all run up, you watch this this heavily armored, rusty bearded man come out with a glaive that he slams into the ground, and electricity blasts Fuck. out of him. Fuck! I, after 
bitch. We need no. that glaive. Are you serious? Let's go, motherfuckers. Yeah, we're, we're gonna go, do that battle next week. Okay. Oh, oh, all right. Next week. So, before, just before we end, just so I remember to do it next time, I want to hold Necrotic Shroud until we. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I wanted to. Or you'll be able to do it on since it's yeah. all battle right now. Yeah. Wouldn't be a surprise round, but you can remember to. Do okay. It. Fucking glaive. I'm gonna say this out loud so that when I listen to this before next time, I remember. But I'm gonna. Try and catch up to win the calf's death ward on him before we get into things. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we will pick that up next week. All right. Wow. That was that was really really awesome. Oh my Thank God. you all for listening. Oh Woot! Hell yeah.